I'm Aaron Armstrong. I'm Pete Moran. I'm Ryan Bolin. I'm Bill Fox. And we love to watch. We have to watch Spooktober 2021. Let's scare Dracula to death. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ate the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb. With a finger in his thumb. Yeah, and all star. Yeah, and all star. Get your game on, go play. Yeah, and all star. Yeah, and all star. Get the show on, get. <laughs> Man, I feel like a spookin'. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Spook me, spook me. Uh, yeah, hey everyone. Uh, welcome to uh, the first foursome we've had in a while. Ooh. Uh, not in the podcast. Oh. <laughs> I've had more recent foursomes in my personal life. Not a big, not as big yeah. of a deal. And, si- and similar to those, you know, it's been COVID, we've been locked in for a while. Some of us that aren't Aaron, you know, maybe are a little rusty. Just remember the one rule. Talk over everybody until you're done making your point. Never thought- stop making your point. Don't cross the streams. Uh, yeah, but where we love to watch, we're a movie podcast. Typically, we pick a theme and do movies over the course uh, of a month around that theme. Uh, and we're doing that right now. This is going to come out in September where we're wrapping up uh, Gotta Get Away From It All Month. And uh, likely posting around the same time as Mosquito Coast. And next week, you'll have us go to our uh, our, our October theme, which is all about uh, cult and cult movies. And we'll be kicking that off with a movie called The Invitation, which we'll also be talking a little bit about today. But what are we doing here today? So for the last five years of this podcast, and even before we started doing a podcast, Peter and I did a thing. Where we tried to watch 31 new-to-us horror movies throughout the course of October. Or as we like to call it in technical terms, Spooktober. Write that down. We're going to come back to that many, many times over the next month. What we started doing on this show is kind of talking uh, before the October episodes, before we got into whatever movie we were covering... We would talk about what we had seen, what we were excited to see. We would ask our guests about it. And we it, it started to become such this massive thing that we would be talking about, like, a movie. for, And before we talk about whatever movie that people theoretically were tuning in to listen to, we'd talk for an hour, an hour and a half about other horror movies that we had seen over the course of the week. So, finally, last year, we made, I think, a very smart decision to pull the recaps out and make them their own thing. And that coincided with both kind of a crazy month for everyone i think on this on this uh cast today because not only was it covid it was like super lockdown time for all of us where we had a lot of time to watch horror movies uh, but uh ryan bolin many time guest of the show who's here today started doing uh kind of the daily i'm gonna try to watch as many as i can with us as well. And then on top of that, on this podcast, we brought on Bill Fox, who had been a guest a few times, who's Peter's brother-in-law, who had never seen many horror movies and made him a list of 31 kind of like, you know, different tones, different themes, different genres, different mini genres of horror and had him watch them. So Bill was on all of our recap shows And then Ryan was like, you know, we were texting all the time around, I watch this, you guys should watch this. So it made a lot of sense coming into this year that we really, we joined those forces, 
uh, and 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 made it a supersized Spooktober where it's not just Peter and I talking about what we're watching. Ryan is going to join to go through his list and what he ends up watching. And then, uh, Bill, we've made another list for him. Another This time we gave him, I think, 34 movies to allow for some alternates of kind of that next stage of after we'd recommend these 31 amazing horror movies and also learning a little bit more about what Bill likes and what Bill doesn't like when it comes to horror movies, here's what we'd recommend for kind of phase two. So... We're kicking off like we do every year, where we're going to kind of go through all of our lists, not not track by track, especially when it comes to Ryan, Peter, and myself's <laughs> lists, which are likely massive, because I think in our heads we're thinking we're going to hit last year's numbers. Um, but uh, we are going to go through, you know, what movies we're excited to see, uh, give recommendations for other people that have seen stuff, talk about how we create our list, any, like, mini themes and 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 then uh, round it out with kind of going through Bill's list track by track to get a sense of having heard of some of these uh, and and not heard of most of them. What's your impression from the covers and what are you excited about seeing? So I'm excited uh, for them all. We can just skip yeah, that good. section. Oh, damn. Oh, no, I'm Wrap it up. It's done. Yeah, uh, you're done yeah, it's over. And, we, and, um, and you glossed over Ryan and I's relationship outside of this podcast, but that's fine. And, Let's move on. Well, and I, I think you can kind of connect the dots. So we everyone, if you don't know, Ryan is Peter's childhood friend, best friend. Uh, Bill was is Peter's brother-in-law. Also so childhood think, best friend. Yeah. Bill is, is <laughs> Ryan's childhood <laughs> Ryan, were you childhood best friends with everyone but me? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, pretty much. It's good to draw the line in the sand, otherwise the term best friend has no value. I tried not to make best friends till I had puberty, but that was just me. Bill was a TA at my, uh, Montessori class, you know? It was, it was good times. That's that right. True? Yeah, they, they gave each other promise rings, uh, that they would remain best friends <laughs> yeah. forever. So, uh, we're, we should get into it, though, because this is, we have a lot to talk about, um, our goal throughout the rest of this month is we're going to have two check-ins. It may be with uh, both of our guests. We may try to do one each depending on schedules, uh, but then they're both going to join us for a wrap-up as well where we talk about what our totals were. Um, I think it makes sense. Like, um, Let's talk a little bit about last year um, before we get into our list a little bit. So last year was, I think – by far, I've this is probably the seventh year I've done Spooktober. It was the, the the fifth for the podcast. I think last year was by far my favorite, uh, my favorite Spooktober, which is a, a little surprising in that uh, you know in previous years I, I always hit thirty one. Even the year that I uh, got married in in October um, and. Um, and was in Mexico on my honeymoon for 10 days. I still was able to, like, in the in the margins of that month, get in 31 new. Uh, but I always feel like, uh, despite a bunch of different uh, different techniques to avoid burnout, most of the time I hit burnout by the end of, of the month. Even only hitting, like, in the mid-30 to mid-40 range, typically in a month. And, uh, you know, it's always fun, but usually that last week... Uh, things would just kind of fly together. You're not really paying as much attention to what you're watching. And I remember, like, a, in most years, I feel a sense of relief on November 1st. Like, oh, I can play a video game or watch some movie that came out in October that I missed because it wasn't horror themed. Or see my and children. Last, 
See my children, yeah, my children are allowed to watch something besides like Daffy Ducks, Quackbusters, or whatever horror-themed thing I'm making them watch. But last year was like by far, I think, my favorite Spooktober I've ever done. Not only I think uh, did it have the added benefit of kind of um, continued check-ins with both of you, which made it a lot of fun, uh, both from a podcast perspective and just a an, an everyday texting perspective. But also, like, I hit 102 <laughs> new-to-me horror movies, and I never burned out. I Like, the last night, Halloween, I watched four movies, and I was, like, debating whether to stay up to watch another one. And the next day, I legitimately felt kind of sad that I didn't have a horror movie to watch. And I, I don't know if it's, like... At around 30 and 40 is kind of where you get almost like like when you're eating a buffet, I got the meat sweats. And, like, I didn't know that once you push past it, you get to a zen area where you could just, <laughs> like, Joey Chestnut all your horror movies or something. But, but uh, yeah, I never got burned out. And I have been excited about this year in a way that I haven't in previous years, too. Like, I am, like, chomping at the bit to get to some horror movies. And... Peter and I, uh, we haven't done it yet. By the time this comes out, we we would have we we did our we record our best of twenty twenty a few months early to kind of have that one banked. And I watched uh, a few horror movies um, for the first time in a while just to make sure I like possess her. Um, anything for Jackson and stuff like that. A few things that I wanted to make sure I was considering for the best of twenty twenty episode that'll be coming out here in a couple months. And I was like, I watched like three of them in a row, and I'm like. I, I need to stop myself because now I just want to start going through the list and doing it now because I was I've been getting so pumped up about it. So yeah, what uh, I know I got 102, um, which again just a completely insane number. My list this year is 108. I'll be lucky if I hit 50. I feel like, but I'm I I'm I'm the hungry boy in a, in the supermarket buying too much stuff right now, especially compared to. Uh, uh, compared to last year so what about you guys like how was what was uh bill was your first spooktober obviously what was your experience last year what what's kind of got you excited about this year i mean i'm pumped but i i'm reserved because you guys were very clear that you gave me a best of the best list right like i was very yeah nervous or like not nervous but like i i don't historically never would say that i loved horror movies and I went into this because I enjoyed the podcast. Let's you guys talk all about it, whatever. And I just ate it up way more than I thought. I went beyond the 31 that you gave me and I watched like, I don't know, 38, 40 plus. I don't know. But it was awesome. And I loved everything about it. So now this year, I'm like, first off, I have some films that I like started recording during like last year's recap or like yeah. started listing. So like I already was excited for the next year, you know. 365 days ago, but also like little nervous that like, I can't live up to that. So like me forcing you guys to make me another list, hopefully you guys do well by me and live up to my expectations. But I also am very excited when Peter like was talking about it. I'm like, does that mean we start watching now? And he's like, no, that's in October. <laughs> and I'm like, well, maybe we could do it early so you could record it early. Cause like, I kind of want to start watching now. Spook I know. Spookist. I saw there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, I forget what they're calling it, uh, Bill, you'll, or, uh, uh, Aaron, you'll probably remember it, but there's a new challenge out there that's like 100 movies in 92 days. So it's, oh, like, yeah, it's, I saw it's like August, September, and October. And yeah. like, I, I feel like while I can respect that. Still horror based or just movies in general? 
horror based. Okay. Horror based movies. It, I can respond. I can respect that. I feel like the the specialness of it is that it's one twelfth of the month, not a, a one twelfth of the year, not a fourth of the year. Yeah, and that you, I build a little tolerance break in, like sometime around August, uh, I stop watching horror movies. Uh, you know, except for stuff for the show, I stop watching horror movies, and like I really like build up a sense of anticipation, and then in those thirty days, like also I have. Because it's within the, the, these very specific confines of a month, I have, like, more points to cash in with my wife on when I'm like, no, I'm not going to bed for the 15th time yeah. this month. I will be downstairs trying to see if I can sneak two 80-minute movies. In I was going to say, I'm going to watch two more movies tonight. Good night. Like, <laughs> all right. Good like, I mean, how early will you guys start reserving films for this? Because, like, there's a number oh, of films I, so that I, I heard about last year. And it's like, why am I waiting 12 months? Like, I had the opportunity to watch it, and I didn't. So, uh, we'll, we'll talk about this on my list. So, I really, knowing that I think I'm going to just uh, try to really go as hard as I can again this year. Um, I have been, there's been so many horror movies that have come out probably, we'll say March through now, that I have just gone and said, you know what? I'm going to save it. Like, I, I have really saved my horror movies in a way that I haven't done previous years because I mean I I you know you you I think you asked like when do we start preparing for this when when Spooktober's done I have a master list that I pull from that's like as the year goes on and I someone mentions a horror movie that's good or something I'm interested in I keep adding to it and that usually stays somewhere in the 300 movie range um and so like I'm constantly adding to that and thinking about what to pull so in typical years, when I'm th- when I am thinking like forty would be nice, I want to at least hit thirty five. You know, I feel like I, I spread out my movies a little more Th- this year. I really have been been saving up. Like I could watch forty horror movies probably that have been released since our last Spooktober and just make that what I watch because of how many things I've been kind of like earmarking for this month. I feel like I'm the most. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you what what the right word is aggressive or whatever about holding off compared to you two. Uh, whenever there's especially if it's like a newer one for some reason, then I'm like, oh, if it's, I would say March probably around there. Then I'm like, ah, I kind of just want to bank it. I kind I kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of like I'm excited to see it. Uh, seven months from now, you're like, wait, why? Why am I? And and I I really don't think I've budged on many, if any, horror movies that that I really wanted to see. I'm just like, oh, I'll just wait it out. And, you know, there have definitely been a couple that have become running gags in our texts about just like about not <laughs> yeah, about not I, seeing them. Yeah, the only ones I bumped out, like Aaron pointed out, the only ones I bumped out is because I had to um, either watch them for the show or I uh, needed to watch them for our show year end uh, episode because there was some 2020 horror movies because 2020 was a great year for movies. Um, I, I, 2021, not, not as much, but 2020 was a great year for movies. Yeah. Um, and uh, like the empty man and deerskin, I I was yeah. like, all right, I need to see these to see if I love them enough to put them in my my top fifteen or whatever of the year. Um, but other than that, I think similarly, Ryan, I've been I've been well behaved. I've been a good boy. If I spot something and I'm like, this is gonna this is gonna be really fun and spice up my month, um, I'm gonna hold on to it. And like one of them um, I, that I want all of us to watch, not to jump into things, but one of us that I want all of us to watch that's is um, Peninsula, which is the sequel to Train to Busan. 
Um, so I think it'd be fun if this year, if there's a couple movies that we could, it's fun when we do our, our, our catch ups, if like, we've all seen the movie recently and we all have like fresh memories and can kind of fuck around and talk about it. Um, because, uh, if Peninsula is okay, eh, we could talk about being disappointed. If Peninsula is great, then we all just watched it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, it's already carry it's that excitement of the show already on my list. Wait, would you say I, I didn't look into it. I know you texted me about it a little while ago. Is Deerskin technically a horror movie? Yeah, yeah. Um, it turns into more of one as, as it goes on, but I would definitely count it for, for especially something as for Spooktober, where it's like, um, I, we've <laughs> talked about this in previous years. But like, last year, especially. Dogs I, I don't wear pants. Sorry. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> also, if it's on Shudder and it looks like a horror movie, you're good. Like, go yeah, ahead. We don't split hairs where it's like, well, that's technically a thriller with sci-fi elements and some horror. I, you're like, eh. our, our, our rules have been essentially like, it just has to be something that you haven't seen or, like, basically haven't seen. Like, something you saw when you were seven that you have no memory of, like, is fine. Um, and then it has to be, like, the Academy October. rules, like, over 40 minutes. Right? So, like, Masters of Horror episodes count. But, like, five-minute shorts don't. That's that's essentially, I think, our our, our rules. And it, and it just has to be, like, horror-adjacent. So, horror comedies, horror documentaries, like, you know, it's... We're, we're not trying to be exclusionary. This is a month for... This is a month for everyone to, to come together around the hearth of the jack-o'-lantern and share warm <laughs> memories about that. It's good for pacing, too. You don't want to... You do not want to watch all Friday the 13th movies in the month. You just don't. It's gonna... You're gonna burn out like, really quickly. It, it, what about what about Nightmare on Elm Street? Can I watch all those in a month last year? <laughs> <laughs> well, and also, well, I do want to mention, like, even though, like, we definitely hit the numbers. I think, Brian, you were right at 100. Peter was at 80. I was at 102. Like, Bill had a different experience, which is essentially watching 31 of the best horror movies of all time. Yeah. Which is not something that we usually do because we have this thing of, like, a, we've watched all those movies before, but also, like, we tend to split up with, now, like, I'm never going to watch Saw 5 on, like, a Tuesday night when I have two hours before my next work day. <laughs> <laughs> like, now's my time to watch Saw 5 where I don't feel like I wasted my night. But Bill had the experience of, like, I mean. No, you couldn't shut my movies off, right? Like, that's the yeah. that's the hard part. I, yeah, I you mean, had, like, five-star movie after five-star movie. Um, but, but, but what always happens because, I mean, I know you didn't think they were all five-star movies, but like you had, you, you also like, you're just comparing those 30 plus movies. And so, you know, from my perspective, I'm, you know, looking at even your list from last year, I'm looking at like some of the best horror movies of all time. And you're like, you know, well, yeah, some were better than others. Some for you in that month were three-star movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard because it's a relative game, right? You're always going to be you know, comparing it to the last movie you watched, but it was a unique experience in the sense that like I had such low expectations of like, you know, having to sit through some of these that like, honestly, none of them were like particularly painful. Some of them were like, I questioned your sanity, but like (laughs) none of them were like really so bad that I was like, Oh, I got to turn this off. Like I can't imagine sitting through the whole thing. And yeah, like we gave you a racer head, which is what, like 90 minutes or something. Um, yeah. And then we didn't give you Inland Empire, which is like two hours and 45 minutes. Eraserhead wasn't even the worst. No, I don't know. Uh, Hausu, right? Like, you hated Hausu. Yeah, House was like, you know, a little little bizarre. God what? told me to. Like, some of the, like, I don't know. It, it was 
I don't know. I but will they weren't say awful. But there were so many that surprised me. And like you guys forced on me like, oh, whatever it was. It was like Cabin in the Woods has to be the day before and Trick or Treat has to be the day of Halloween, right? So That's a good like, call. I couldn't push, you know, two night you know, in one night I couldn't push two of like, you know, the movies I was excited about. Like I had like to spread them out in some cases. And so that was a lot of fun too. Cause it was like building the anticipation. I, I learned that I liked horror movies and I had some good ones left and I was trying yeah. to save them. Like that's a lot of fun. Yeah. And this year, just to note, like this year, if you do suddenly get like rabid, like a, like a Aaron used the, 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 the metaphor of a Coke fiend. Uh, if you do get rabid, like we can keep building that list out because of the point we just made five ten minutes ago which is that like um these these five banger horror movies don't go away there's not a set number of them and then they stop coming yeah um the, the list keeps growing the thing that i think will um the thing that, about this year about your list that we'll get to is some of them are a little longer but they're like absolute must-sees so, so I yeah, we'll I also think that like we we'll talk about this when we get to the end when we go through Bill's list. But knowing what you reacted strongly to um and what what was kind of a miss for you, I do think that Peter and I built this list of five bangers that's more bill centric. It's honed in. I, it's really honed in on what what works. So, I actually think like in aggregate you're going to like this group even more than you did last year. Bill, do you like like do you have any inclination or any interest in, like, the cheaper, campier horror? I mean, and I'm not talking, like, Haosu, I thought it was funny that you guys brought it up because, like, last year was one of my favorite, but is definitely not conventional horror. But, like, do you, do you like the, the cheap, I don't know, slasher at a at a sleepaway I, I, camp style? Just, like, you're... I you're, can get... I, I, I can, you know, be down with that. Like, I, I think I actually struggled more with the older... Like most of the films I disliked were older and like if production value is too low and not in like a clever way, yeah, I disliked it. And some of them, like whether you want to call it too cerebral for me or I don't know, like if I couldn't easily connect the dots in some cases and like maybe I'm just not smart enough, like it would frustrate me. And then once I lost interest, like it, it's hard to be invested in the film. I think you liked the – the the pot boilers twisty yes realistic ones the best like, oh absolutely I, I remember yes I remember how much you connected with stuff like the vanishing and the hitcher and those types of movies nice. were like those were really the ones that you walked away going like holy shit this is good and so like I'm not saying we gave you all those types of movies I think we tried to still give you a good like smorgasbord of of genres and stuff like that but like. You know, the, like, I don't need to do, like, oh, if you, like, God told me to, which you didn't really, like, here's what I would recommend next. Like, all of those are kind of more off the table, and I, I do think even though we tried to say, like, hey, like, you should watch the original Night of the Living Dead, but I actually think you'll really like that movie, um, as opposed to, like, I'm not going to recommend this, uh, I'm not going to give you uh, Spider Baby, because I think that would uh, that w- that would not be up your alley after, like, some of your comments around House and some other stuff. So, yeah. I- I- I'm really excited about this this year, because I I think uh, you're-, you're not getting, like, leftovers. I think you're getting more of, like, here's a bunch of five-star movies that are now a little more honed to your taste. Yeah, which is excellent. And, like, I forgot all about The Vanishing, and now I want to watch it again. <laughs> Vanishing is great. Uh, I think we should we should start going through some lists. 
What do you guys think? Yeah, doing? let's do it. Aaron, do you want to take the lead on that? Let's All right, let's slop them up. Yes. Um, just four exactly men coming said. together. <laughs> yeah. Just getting sloppy. On faces. Let's slop them up. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, so my, my list, I'm actually going to do a whole big disclaimer about like oh, a no. section of my list that's not on here. That is, it wasn't on here last year. It's just going to come naturally. And it's like, it's part of the reason I was able to get to 102 is that I have kids and I have a daughter who's seven. Um, who actually really likes spooky stuff. She's watched more and more. I mean, she watched Poltergeist with me this summer in Jaws. Like, she she really likes uh, scary stuff, but I still have to keep balancing, like, uh, that, that line where I go too far and now I can't sleep because she's up with nightmares all night. Um, and then also there's, like, you know, kid horror stuff, which has been a theme for me in the past. Uh, I don't have much of that accounted for. The problem is after a few years, I've really... I've really dug deep on all that stuff, uh, but I imagine there will be a chunk of my list that'll be, like, Disney originals. <laughs> like, I watched The Bogany Man or whatever last year. I'll probably watch Son of a Bogany Man this year. Like, I'm going to need those so that I can watch movies while my kids are up. Um, and, uh, and, like, all the really good ones, for the most part, I have, I have already used. Well- so, uh... Well, that's the other reason why I kind of skip, not not purposely, I, not skip, I purposely put off, like, big blockbuster horror movies until October is because I'm like, I'm going to have to watch some of these with my girlfriend. She, I mean, she'll, she'll, she tolerates October very well, but I do try and keep, like, A Quiet Place too, stuff like that, where I'm like, oh, she would be excited to see this. She would actually watch this with me. Yes, I really thought you were going to say that's and... why you put off kids, but yes, uh-huh. that's why I don't have kids is because I'm trying to pump my October numbers up. Yes, yes, uh, Ryan, uh, both uh, Quiet Place Two and Freaky, I've been saving yeah. because I want them to uh, be ones that that Molly will watch with me. And Aaron, last year I watched a bunch. One of my my themes was to watch a bunch of those yeah. Disney Channel spooky scaries, which helped me get to eighty, I think, because they were so light, and also. Yeah. Um, my wife Molly had some nostalgia for that era, and I don't think I liked any of of the Disney Channel. No, I watched. Much. I don't think. What's I the what's them. what's the one that people think is good that I watched the first two of that like the, Halloween, oh, Town? Halloween Town? Halloween Town, yeah. Spoiler, not good. I thought you were gonna uh, go with uh, what's the what's the one with about the boogeyman? Is it Don't Look Under don't the Bed? Don't sleep under or, the bed, yeah. or Don't Look Under the Bed? Oh yeah. no, I watched that one too. That one freaked yeah, me out when I was too. younger. Yeah, that yeah, one's a, that, that one I remember being great, and Aaron and I both kind of hated it. Mom's dating a vampire. There's so many, just so many classes. Yeah, I mean, there's still trust me. There's still enough that I'm gonna I'm gonna have a few of them. But I feel like I'm really I'm really digging down deep. I am excited, Peter. You didn't mention this, but you because you're uh, I tried to get you to watch Zombies last year. That's on my um, list. But did my, uh, it's uh, the my lone Disney Plus movie yeah. on here. Um, that is a movie I've seen ten or twelve times. It is a movie that was uh, Maya's favorite for a while and has super catchy songs it's the only one that i think it's not a good movie but it's something that like is enjoyable and bouncy and fun to watch so i mean, I, I actually told maya recently because a song came up from that movie i'm like you know peter's watching this for spooktober this year because yes my oldest is all roped into spooktober i recommend having kids just to make them 
<laughs> well, well, honey, I'm not going alone to watch this movie. Maya and I are spending some time together. <laughs> it's um, Eli Roth's Green Inferno, okay? Like, just let... Just, it's cool. My favorite part about his movies are when his wife is in it all the time. I have my... my have my list basically divided into three chunks, which is... Um, the first chunk was just something that is always on my list. It just keeps accumulating, and I need to keep making inroads in it during Spooktober, which is... Uh, vestigial parts of Spooktober list past, right? I have so many movies in this bucket. There's like 35. A lot of them my own. I bought Blu-rays on sales and I haven't got to them yet. I made some really good inroads in that kind of list last year. Um, so these are movies, if I'm being candid, that are like, I was more excited about other Spooktobers ago, but it's a good mix of movies that I really want to get to at some point. So some of the real highlights there are stuff like... Uh, 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 Argento's Deep Red, uh, The Man Who Laughs, the silent movie that kind of inspired like the Joker from uh, from uh, noted uh, Batman comics and uh, society, as we all know. Uh, Hour of the Wolf, Fulci's uh, Fulci's Black Cat, uh, Romero's uh, Season of the Witch, uh, The Witches of Eastwick, The Hunger, Karenko, uh, a pot, and then some even some more recent ones that have been on there forever, like. Uh, I've been. Why haven't I seen Apostle yet? Uh, I need to see that. Ooh, uh, Climax has been on my list for a couple of years. Good manners. Um, one actually, um, Ryan, that you kind of got me excited with uh, when we did our Hellboy Two episode is reminding me that I've always meant to go see Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, the Del Tormo written and produced uh, movie. So that's on the list. Mm-hmm. So there's like, there's like, there's like all those that are like. Snow White, A Tale of Terror, which is like a movie that I rented a bunch of times in high school because it was a, uh, a horror movie with Sam Neill that I never got around to watching. Uh, Hold the Dark, which is one that Peter's been telling me I need to watch forever by a director that I love. Um, yeah, so like those are those are, I think, a good section of like these are movies that I'm going to try to hit early because I am will be still excited about horror movies, but – these already have that problem that I know is silly, but is real, where I've looked at them on lists for years and years and years, and I'm just a little less excited about them than some of the other things I'm doing. Yeah, I uh, even when you guys were talking about, uh, you know, coming onto this and saying, like, themes, it was funny that I have, I mean, I last year was the first time where I did truly take my existing list and tried to roll it over just to start from somewhere for this one, but there are five, six, seven movies that have been on my list and keep getting pushed back for the last five, six years. And it's the same thing. You just keep staring at the same thing. I've, yeah. I've only heard good things. I just haven't gotten to them. <laughs> but then now I'm just staring at the Netflix placard year after year and being like, uh, uh, do I want to? So like for me, it's it's a, you know, ravenous. Um, a girl walks home alone at night. That that's uh, girl walks home alone at night is in the same section on my list yeah, too. Uh, Baskin, Prince of Darkness, like there there are a handful where I I did jot them down specifically where I'm like these have been on my list for multiple years and I'm excited for them. I never even come close to starting them. I just got a little excited reason. that you have a you have a, a mainline carpenter still waiting. I know you. that's a good, that's know. a good one too. Yeah, that one has that one has uh, one of my like favorite. One images. of the creepiest images yeah. or like creepiest shots. Um, I think I've ever seen in a horror movie. I keep coming back to it. Yeah, um, there's um, I have a, like, a subsection of my list which is shit that like got added to my list uh, near the end of Spooktober, 
uh, last year that I just didn't have time for as I was like reading other people's Spooktobers or other people like you guys were talking about them that I was like just didn't have the time to make for them with um, you know as I got into the home stretch but I've been actually like really I still have that fresh like ex- Spooktober excitement for it um, that stuff like uh, Begotten which is like a 60s horror movie that's supposed to be crazy uh, the Ninth Configuration which is some sort of like Christianity's astronaut horror on the moon thing. Uh, things, which Peter was like, you need to watch Things. Oh, yeah, Things That's- is finally on Shudder, so you don't have to watch, like, a shitty VHS rip on YouTube. You can watch a slightly less shitty VHS rip on Shudder. Uh, yeah, uh, ex- exciting. Uh, <laughs> Bro- Brotherhood of the Wolf, which is a movie that I've actually owned on DVD forever and my friends really liked in high school. But they finally it released like a blue- DNA too. Yeah, but they finally released a Blu-ray, which I'm really excited about. Um, a movie called Soul Survivor. Have you? I don't know if you guys have heard of this one. Um, it's from 1984. I actually brought, bought the Blu-ray last year, and I think it's out of print now. But uh, it is uh, essentially the exact same plot as uh, Final Destination ripped it off, and it's supposed to be really, really good. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, and then, like, uh, I'm kind of counting in this bucket, like, the amusement park, uh, Romero's movie that started to do some theatrical runs around this time last year that, like, finally got released to Shudder this year. That's on my list, um, too. Uh, excited about that one. And then a few other, like, more recent, kind somewhat recent ones that you guys were talking about that I just didn't get to, like, uh, the two May the Devil Take You movies, which, Peter, you were pretty evangelical at the end of the month. Um, when I just didn't have time for those, but I've been I've been really excited Definitely. about them. Uh, the platform, uh, La Lorna. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, uh, La Llorona. Yeah, yeah, and like, uh, what is it? Impedicor. Impedicor. Yeah, yeah, that movie. That movie has like the best cold open in horror, and and I've seen in a horror movie in like the past decade, probably. Impedicor's opening is so good. But those were I all would... movies that like. You or other people were, like, uh, you, Ryan, other people were talking about, like, near the end of my Spooktober. I'm like, God, I gotta watch these. And I, like, you know, you just, you just hit that crucible of, like, what, what do I have time for? And they didn't make the list. But I'm kind of, I'm, I'm still super jazzed about those movies. I would, I would heavily co-sign both of the uh, Made the Devil Take You. Because those were, they did come in late. I'm looking at my list from last year and it was you know, the bottom 30. And then the very last movie I watched was the may the devil take you too. Um, and both of them were awesome. I love both of them. Yeah. They're like, um, they're essentially like a, a Asian riff on evil dead. Um, it's yeah. a little slower than the evil dead movies. It doesn't have that Sam Raimi, like spook, spook every second kind of quality, but it has that same sort of like just sheer, it bounce off the walls insanity when it does happen. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm pumped for those. They're also on the long side, right? They're both like two hours, so they're also very good early Spooktober material, which yes. is, I think, why I was excited about them last year. But I'm like, I don't have time for this. I'm trying to do something insane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> both under, are both, Under 90 both minutes are, uh, only. Yeah, both are pushing close to two. It's um, like 100, 110 for both. Every year I've been, I've been doing this, I have that subsection of like series I want to work through. Uh, I have three on this year. Both I made some inroads on last year, um, but I'm but I you know I I have what I have left. So I have three Friday the Thirteenth movies that I haven't seen. I did I bought that great uh, Shout Factory 
or Scream Factory sat last year and watched three over Spooktober that I hadn't seen. They're actually like, I mean, they're not great, but they are the perfect level of I am too tired to be engaged by horror, but I want to watch a horror movie. Um, and so I have I have a, a six, seven, and nine, which are the three that I haven't seen left. I have uh, the last three Phantasm movies, three, four, and Ravenger. Oh, cool! Those movies are really fun to watch back and back to back because they keep their cast. So you just yes. watch them get like fifteen years older every movie. Um, I may try to do like a refresh uh, of of one and two because uh, I did watch two last year. Um, but it's been a while since I've seen one, and yeah, they do have that uh, that weird continuity over like thirty years. So it's I may so cool. I may I may try to do that. And then the Saw movies, like I stopped at Saw three, and last last year I decided near the end I was going to throw on Saw four when I was looking for something gory and mindless, and. I think it was actually right before we did our Trivial Pursuit game, which was a ton of fun. I watched it and I, ca- I was – because I, I remember talking to you guys about like, man, this is like both terrible but also I forgot how fun these movies are. Like it just has – it's terrible acting, terrible plot, all these weird things that happen. And I – you know, so I, I, I am really going to try to – out of these three series, I know, Peter, you would probably rightfully say Phantasm is the way to go. But I also kind of am interested to get to Spiral. So my goal is to do five, six, seven, uh, jigsaw, and then uh, and then spiral. I kind of want to. I want to get through that. Wait, and how then, many saw movies are there? There is, uh, well, jigsaw's eight. So there's nine. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. Bill, I think you and I watched the first three a few times when I was in high school and you were in yeah. college or something, or I was in junior high and you were in high school or something. Yeah. And. Um, Holy shit. Uh, I, I never would have expected that they would become an annual series that would bounce back like a few years. They have later. two. They've had two reboots, right? Because Jigsaw so a couple years ago was a, like not a reboot, but like a, because it technically still continued. A the prequel series. or whatever. Yeah. And then, yeah, Spiral supposed to be taking a new direction, too. So um, but those are going to be perfect, like mindless, mindless pulls in there. And then my last section, which is pretty robust and kind of gets to what I was doing earlier, which is I have saved so much that has come out since last October. Uh, some of it will come out in October that I'm so excited about. And so some of those like re- – so I have about 30 of those that are essentially 2020 or 2021 releases that people have spoken highly about that I'm excited about. I'll call out a few – that I'm especially uh, pumped about. So um, there's a couple like series um, entries that I um, of of that I that I'm excited about that I've, of the movies I like. I know the first or the the Forever Purge didn't get good reviews, but I really like besides the first Purge movies. I like those, and I'm excited to see that one. I'm excited to see the sequel to Escape Room, which got better reviews, uh, but I really like the first Escape Room. I like the uh, I like the first Escape Room more than I like most of the Saw movies. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think oh, yeah. It, it felt like Saw met Saw meets Cube. You're like it's it was a good melding. But yeah, some really some bigger ones. Obviously, the Candyman movie. I'm so fucking. I was hyped for it last year. Uh, I'm hyped for Old. I'm hyped for Censor, which has just gotten great reviews. Uh, In the Earth, the new uh, uh, Ben Wheatley movie. Um, I really want to uh, been excited to see uh, Gaia. Which got like some crazy festival reviews. Uh, I've actually already bought that one. I'm like, I'm watching Gaia. That may be a first night thing. 
uh, Queen of Black Magic. That's on uh, my list, were- too. Uh, were- Werewolves Within, which is like the comedy one that I'm kind of hitting, but uh, Titan. Titan, Titan. I don't know if anyone knows how to pronounce it just yet. Titan. Titan. Prisoners of the Ghostland, and then the uh, the three Fear Street movies, which I held off on watching for this. Yep, I Same. I blew my I blew the Fear Street series earlier because like I just kind of needed it in like late July, um, and they were so fun. I think the reviews on them were m- very mixed, um, but I had such a blast with them. They, I mean, they are the perfect like one of the things I love about Spooktober is like. I want to watch a bunch of the same things. And I I do think you have to be careful about samey series, but I, I like having something like that almost can serve as a spine of like, I'm going to watch these three in a row because they're all part of the same uh, story. And I, I really like where Fear Street could potentially fit in there. And I also think, again, Fear Street is a, is very possible for to get Shauna involved as she usually yes. watches a few of these. Yeah, I'm I agree, now I'm getting though. a little annoyed at how many people like had a backlash to those movies and just were like, they're dumb, they're dumb. Because there's a ser- there's you know, there's serious contention about like whether or not it handles the queer theming or the feminist theming well. But like uh people being like, They're dumb, they're dumb. Like, have you watched slasher movies in the past thirty years? They're Yeah. The th- any any slasher movie. The fact that this movie even decides to subvert themes makes it smarter than ninety percent of slashers. Yeah, and of course I one thing I'll, I'll end my list on again. There's 108 movies on this list, so I, I'm only calling out a few. We'll, we'll as always post our our starting list here in, in the links to the show and on Facebook when this comes out. But guys, I am excited to find out what happens on that beach that makes you old. The old ass beach. That's what it's called, right? Mm-hmm. M Night Shyamalan's yeah. old ass beach. The movie's <laughs> called Castaway. When he gets there, he's young, and at some point, he gets old. And I'm like, what's the deal? What's Did the you thing? know as you age, you turn into uh, sporting equipment? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm I so do. excited. Like, even just going through this whole thing right now, I am, like, kind of, like, uh, like, a little bit like Bill. Like, God, fuck, it's 818. Yeah, like, what do you, yeah. why do we do this? <laughs> like this? We're so early. Yeah. Now I just want to, I want to get off of this and go watch a horror movie. I know. It's, it's I know. Ki- it kind of hurts. Okay. But I do agree that having a series or even uh, something, like, you, you call it a spine, which I think is perfect, but, like, I always just kind of consider it, like, a path. It's it's if I can't pick something, yeah. Then I'm like, well, I'm already watching. I'm trying this to get series. through I'm, this. Ooh, oh, let me jump in. Then, like, it's easy to flip something on when you have some sort of series kind of on the back burner. Yeah, yeah I'm not agreed. a series completionist usually, but um, no, it's like uh, it's like the joke on Thirty Rock where um, who's who's the like young hot girl in the office? Um, Suri. Uh, yeah, Suri yes. is like, I have a fiance, but not on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's like that joke uh for me for spooktober and that like no i don't want to watch final destination three through five <laughs> not interested but during spooktober i'm like it would be pretty cool to finish that series we, we talked about five's this pretty good five yeah. five's the best um we we talked yeah, about this though like the great comments. thing about spooktober is it does like smooth all edges and i i mentioned like i'm never gonna spend tonight's a thursday right like if i have time after this I'm going to try to spend it on something that I'm excited, like, that I'm, like, feel, I, I know nothing that we spend our time on is technically a good use of time, but, like, you know, like, I'm going to I'm gonna beat a level in a video game or read a chapter in a book. I'm not going to watch Saw 6 because yeah. I'm going to feel like that was a waste of my free time. In Spooktober? 
It's like the you know, it's like uh, you have a you have a hall pass for taste. Right? Yeah, that's why I kind of was asking Bill how he felt about campy stuff was because like that's the I don't I don't watch those hyper campy or super low budget stuff outside of October, but in October I'm like. I'll be a little slutty with my taste. I'll watch this, <laughs> this this shitty movie and watch it, and then like Mallory look over me. And she's like, "This is bad." I'm like, "You're absolutely right. It is." Yeah, because like I keep yeah. watching it. I'm like, "Yep, uh huh, yeah, no, for sure." I'm a horror for Jigsaw. Because uh, yeah. a movie that's on horror oh. movie, you had me at horror. Yeah. <laughs> the movie that's on Ryan and Bill's list, uh, The Empty Man. Um, oh, that yeah. was a movie that I, 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 I was like, Ooh, I have a Friday night. I made myself like a little, a little coffee. I had a beer. I like, I like, that's two and a half hours too. That was a pick for both of us recently. Like, we're like, I'm committing to, this is what I'm spending my time on. Yes. And I was like, I turned the lights off and like pulled the shades and like, or, and you know, uh, like took picked, the, picked the right evening uh, on it, took my pants yeah. off. Like I set a mood is the point I'm getting to. <laughs> and I like, but like during Spooktober. Yeah, because when you watch The Empty Man, it's important to empty yourself out first. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's why I had coffee. You must become The Empty Man. Yeah, you, must, you must become. I had a very dairy-heavy <laughs> frappuccino. It cleared me right out. Um, um, but uh, what was I going to say? Oh, but but I, but I like uh, if it's three o'clock in the afternoon and I weirdly enough have like an hour and a half break, I'm like, yeah, I'll watch Pet Cemetery 2. I don't think it's supposed to be very good or scary, but you know. It's yeah. over. Yeah, this is all. It's like you're you're doing like caloric intake training to like beef up a weight class, right? <laughs> like you're like I don't need this to be the best spaghetti I've ever had. I just need to eat some pasta so I can wrestle Tony tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Tony, he loves pasta. I mean, he's a gabagool. Yeah, he loves uh, Peter. Yeah. All what right. do you got from a list this so, year? So, uh, in, a, in a theming choice, I'm going to run through some themes to sort of speed things up. My list is like 100 and something movies, but like the real list the, uh, is actually something more like 60 to 65. And by real list, I mean this year I actually went and I was like, I didn't just go through my Spooktober master list and go, I want all these movies. These are the movies I want to watch this year. I actually went through and... Um, organized by what is streaming and what's available for rent and like just spent 20 minutes or 15 minutes like going through Just Watch, the website, um, to see where I could actually find stuff, um, which was really helpful because then the first 50 movies in my list are all just on Shudder, Netflix, Hulu, like they're all just kind of ordered and sitting there, um, which is is really nice. So <clears throat> um, themes, movies that I'm, I'm uh, trying to chase down, not going to surprise anybody that I am continuing my constant search for really great cosmic horror or Lovecraftian movies. Um, so, but one that's fun is that HBO made a couple weird, like Lovecraft detective movies. And then, Oh, I was wondering if you're going to do that. That's a, who's the star of that? It's the Robocop guy, right? It's, um, no, it's, um, the Tremors guy, uh, Fred Ward. Um, oh, okay. I keep calling Burt Ward. Um, not, Burt Ward. But Burt Ward, Julianne Moore, and Clancy Brown are in a, like, a Lovecraft 1940s, like, horror Detective, movie. yeah. Uh, directed by Martin Campbell, like, the Bond yeah. movie guy. Like, and yeah. HBO, uh, who's who's actually been very bad at, like, updating their old catalog and getting it all on. Yeah, their on 80s and 90s stuff is, like, atrocious. And, like, it took them forever to get Mr. Show on there. Like, I was regularly using my Mr. Show DVDs until, like, two years ago. Um, 
so that's on there uh, as a uh, Lovecraftian thing. Um, there's a movie that just came out that I know very little about on purpose called The Block Island Sound that's supposed to be sort of an Innsmouth riff. Um, but what else? What else? Um, I've also heard that this movie Starfish that's on Shudder is sort of an Australian uh, like cosmic apocalyptic movie. Um, so I heard that's kind of uh, Lovecrafty, cosmic horror-y. Um, there's a movie called The Pond that's supposed to be, if not uh, Lovecrafty, at least like folk horror-y, which is another thing I really, really love. Um, Blood Tide is another one on there that I, I've heard the only the last 15, I've heard of Blood 20, Tide. 15, 20 minutes are Cthulhu-y, but they're like explicitly Cthulhu-y. Um, and then ca- they made the remade Castle Freak, which I haven't heard great things about, but like... I kind of want to see what they did. Yeah. I kind of want to check it out. Um, I've also heard there's this movie, Savage Land, is supposed to have some great cosmic horror theming. Um, And it's a found footage movie, which I'm always curious to to see, like, what a found footage movie did with the subject. Um, And then there's a movie called Cthulhu that I just want to watch. I don't know if it's supposed to be very good, but... It's supposed to be terrible. I know. The one from, like, the 90s in Poland. Yeah. 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 So, might get to that. Oh, it's from 2007. Uh, maybe uh, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I'm going to watch that. Um, and then uh, this is a Lovecrafty, but Aaron, did you know that the Tomi movie is just available for rent on Amazon Prime? No. And Uzumaki is also just on Amazon Prime, not for rent, for sh- just streaming. Maybe I should add those. Oh, man. I watched Uzumaki. I watched some terrible square rip on Uzumaki. Oh, I sent, I think year. I sent it to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, it's, it's good. Some asshole. It was, it was still entertaining, but it was one of those where I'm like, oh, that this is the only option. Yes, to watch I, it. I, All right, great. at the time, it was the only option. I, I don't know if this is one of those illegal things, like, for instance, Necro- uh-huh. like in the Lovecraft vein, Necronomicon uh, was on Amazon Prime in decent quality for like. I'm so, I'm so annoyed I, I didn't immediately watch that. I think yet. I prodded you a little bit on that because I noticed the opening, the end credits were clipped and I was like. Oh, I think this is like one of those weird back, back, uh, Bill, I don't know if you know about this, that like certain people have found a back doorway to get, um, pirated movies onto Amazon prime. Excellent. Because Amazon, because Amazon doesn't really give a shit until someone does a DMCA takedown. So if it's a really obscure or foreign movie, um, the, it, it, if it's a really obscure or foreign movie, Amazon doesn't particularly care because no one's asking them to take it down. So yeah, Uzumaki is on there. Tomi is there for rent, so maybe it is official. I don't know. Um, I like the of, creative like YouTube like end arounds. By the way, I had to oh, watch yeah. some movie and like you know someone pretended to Twitch stream it as a video game. You know the whole <laughs> movie on YouTube. I, I would be. I would love if we could figure out a way to watch a couple of these movies together this year. Like I think I think we can. So uh, we we can talk about that offline, but. Um, uh, my brother and I have done that a few times and figured out a way to do it with basically like a combination of Zoom and countdowns like we do on this show. And I think uh, I think I think we should try that a couple times. Yeah, as long as I, I don't have to wear pants. This. You definitely don't. It's just your camera has to be pointed straight up. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I was about to say your camera's got to be on. But yeah, yeah. No, no pants. It's fine. <laughs> um, and then uh, my other like I'm in general like a really big fan of Satan. Uh, love the guy he's a good dude um and i like first uh, rebel right like oh yeah oh yeah he like if you're a fan it. of the confederacy satan <laughs> i think i think satan was the fonz of his time oh yeah when he when he hit that jukebox 
God's jukebox. When was his time? Out of diner. And that's where Jazz, and God gave, and that's God gave him a look and he just hit him with a A. And God's like, you're done. You fucking get out of here, you rascal. You rascal. Um, but uh, because of that, I'm going to watch The Seventh Victim and Race with the Devil, which were two Satan-y movies that... Oh, I, Seventh Victim's great. That's uh, that's uh, Who's the producer guy that made that? That's a Luton movie. Yeah, and I'm looking to have a rootin' tootin' lootin' time. Um, so, Seventh Victim, Race with the Devil is like a War Notes Peter Fonda movie where apparently they're like motorcycle enthusiasts who get chased by uh, Satan worshippers. Uh, it's supposed to be fucking rad um day of the beast is a alex de iglesia movie that i haven't been able to see but i was just sitting on shutter which that rules um lose the flower of of evil is a movie that i haven't seen but you know looks pretty pretty rad as well the dark and the wicked and the queen of black magic are both shutter movies that i've been holding for yeah dark dark and the wicked that's on my list too yeah yeah, I've been holding for like a year. Also, Satan-y stuff. Um, I don't know if it's Satan-y, but Butcher Baker, Nightmare Maker is supposed to be this really insane Nightmare on Elm Street ripoff. Um, and that sounds that sounds good to me. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a bunch of stuff in here that I can probably just talk about when we do our, our little t- our little touch bases. Um, but like Carrie pushed me really hard to watch uh, Climax, the Gaspar Noé movie that's on my list this year. Um, and it's a uh, good time. And, and like. I would really like to watch um, some of these like goofier movies to kind of break the tension, like Scare Me and uh, Porno are both on Shudder. I want to watch both of those. Um, and then also to kind of help me on the 5252, I'm going to watch Knives and Skin, which is different than it's Knife on my and list Skin. too, yeah. Because <laughs> Knife and Skin is directed by a man. It's directed by M83's brother. Um Knives and Skin is directed by a woman, uh, and uh, Pet Cemetery Two is just on Netflix, and I'm gonna watch that. So there's some, there's uh, plenty of directed by women movies that I'm I'm trying to get in there to get my fifty two fifty two going, um, and uh, recommended by friend of the show, uh, Sean Grails. Uh, the Night Eats the World is also on my list. That's just yep, not my, my list too. Yep, and um, <clears throat> there's only a couple more I want to touch on. Aaron, did you know that Dead Calm is finally on Shutter? So I'm finally going to watch you, Dead You've never Calm. seen Dead Calm? Never seen Dead Calm. It's finally on Dead Shutter. Calm is great. Yes. And then the last one I want to touch on is um, there's a, there's apparently horror filmmakers that are kind of like starting to become buzzworthy. Um, they're, uh, the directors are Toby Poser and John uh, Adams. That guy sounds like a poser. Um, so uh, what's fun about that is that... Um, Toby Poser is uh, John Adams's wife, like they're a husband, a wife and a husband director duo, and the lead of the movie um, is Zelda Adams, which is their daughter. And people are jokingly calling this like family group. It's made a couple horror movies that people really like, uh, the Adams Family. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna see what this this whole uh, little like uh, <laughs> this funny little like. Um, I don't know, like family horror experiment group is, is up to apparently. Uh, so the dad is also the lead actor in the movie. And apparently the dad accidentally kills his daughter who is played by his real life daughter. And so she gets to haunt him. Like that sounds so fun. Doesn't it like kind of knowing that that person's actually his daughter in real life. I don't know. It might add a little bit of something to it. So yeah, that's, that's kind of a, that's kind of the themes I'm chasing this year. So I, I've seen your list, and I, I've seen a, a few of the movies on here. Let me tell you what I'm most excited for you to watch, based on only on the ones that I've seen. 
Um, so obviously Final Destination Five, the best Final Destination movie. I'm excited about. Um, I'm I'm really excited about, and I'm concerned a little about these based on the numerical order because you tend to follow that more than I do. So I feel like there's a good chance that most of the things I'm excited for, you're not going to end up watching. If it's below but, 60, if it's 65 or lower, I'll probably end up watching it. Every single one of these is 65 and lower. Or a higher. 65 and higher. I'm excited for The Brain, which is great. Something I watched last year. Like, just a perfect, like, Stuart Gordon-y type movie that no one knows about. Um, I'm excited for Fire in the Sky, which is a movie I... I, I, I mentioned this last year on the podcast, and I think through some texting. Uh, I like alien abduction horror. I think it's my love of X-Files, but almost all of it is absolutely terrible. The What I am trying to chase from a horror perspective is Fire in the Sky. Um, the last 20 minutes of that movie are amazing. Uh, although I haven't seen them since I was in college, so... Uh, it may not hold up as well. I'm excited for you to see the picture of Dorian Gray, which is when I was going through like AFI's thrill list in um, in high school. That was one that like stayed with me uh, quite a bit. Um, and then Incident at Loch Ness, which also has like a moment that has stayed with me for a very long time, and has Werner Herzog playing himself in a found footage movie. Uh, that needs to be higher than 93. Peter. Yes. Oh, and another weird theme. This year, I was talking to Ryan a little bit about this because I'm trying to become a weeb. Um, I want to sneak in some horror anime um, this year. Like, I've never seen the Vampire Hunter D movie. And then I haven't seen Soul Station, the prequel to Train to Busan. Um, so I think it'd be fun uh, this year to try and sneak some of those in. And then when I tried to find these rad looking anime horror movies... <laughs> <laughs> very hard to find it's, it's yeah, so hard fucking anime is a nightmare man just put the shit on amazon prime and let me pay four to six bucks for it you like, have a whole yeah you have Crunchyroll. it's on hbo yeah. but yeah it's let, not let, a crunchy roll but not on uh what's the yeah. other what's the other one that just got bought by um, sony funimation. funimation funimation and Crunchyroll now owned by the same people for some reason none of that shit's on like amazon prime or voodoo or apple tv um and like just let me pay money to see this shit like there's these crazy looking anime clips that end up on twitter that people are like this movie's so good this movie's so good and i'm like how did you watch it like a vhs in 1998 yeah honestly yeah, that that is how they a, watch it. yeah yeah that's that's probably the answer last year i i did make a effort to try and be like okay i, I looked up like animated horrors and obviously that would lead to a lot of anime horror and like like you said there are certain ones vampire hunter d or whatever was highly regarded. It's on my list this year. I just could not. Find, outside of buying a copy of a DVD, I could not rent it. I could not anything last year. So I think I'm going to try and get it this year. Some it's in you know at some point in October. I used to own it on VHS and never saw it, and someone stole it. No bastards. Um, gotta respect that move. Yeah. Right. I gotta get that D. Um, I have a friend of mine uh, that actually uh, Ryan and, and Bill know, uh, Drew Connolly. He took his book of DVDs to college. Like, you know, you put them into a book so they travel easier. Someone stole that book and just stole like two, two to three hundred of his DVDs. I'm going to tell you right Man. now, the Vampire Hunter D Blu-ray is uh, normally $30 is on sale right now on Amazon for $10. Ooh, maybe that's how I watch it. Mm. I'm hitting buy now. 
It's not even on my list. It's a great deal. <laughs> he just loves the like, deal. I, I, I like I, discounts. But it was on sale. I, 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 I'm right there with you, but I, I like the idea that it'll be uh, it'll be like three years from now. You're like I'll uh, be talking Vampire about Hunter, yeah. Vampire Hunter D is my theme of I for some reason I just have not watched it. One of the fun things about this month is when you snake movies from other lists and watch them first. <laughs> oh my my you're like you know that right? movie you were excited about i and i never mentioned and didn't know about i watched it it's good you <laughs> my little like it. scratch pad of oh here are my general movie whatever it's all just right now just scattered of things that you guys have mentioned where i'm like i'll add this one i'll watch this i'll add that I'll... uh the yes booktober is about love togetherness and theft ryan yeah. what do you got going on in your oh wait peter did we finish yours yeah. Um, yeah. We did. Yeah, right? Let's move on to let's okay. move on to Ryan. I got my I got my themes out of the way. Ryan, what are you doing this year? What what's first of all, what you like came out of nowhere and were ahead of us. I mean, it probably it wasn't nowhere to Peter. He knew. He knew. I didn't realize that you were more insane than both of us. Sorry, I had to add I had to add Vampire Hunter D to my cart. What from last year or what do you mean? Well no, I mean I, I knew that you were doing the Spooktober stuff, but like I, I wasn't on a regular text with you in previous Spooktobers, and you're like, Yeah, I usually get sixty or seventy, and I'm like, What the fuck? Like, yeah, no, I I'll usually and granted a lot of those like I've mentioned already is like I do like the super campy, the super bad, the 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 so bad it's kind of entertaining, but like you're walking the line. I do like those and and those do end up being, you know, eighty minutes. Um, so those help pad the numbers regardless, but, but no, it is funny. I, for the longest time, like growing up and stuff, I had no interest in any horror movies whatsoever. And pretty much, uh, Peter, you know, if you, if you hang around him for any amount of time, he'll eventually get you to start liking horror movies. <laughs> and, 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 and I think he, he kind of likes that. I think that that's part of it. Um, but, but no, okay, I'm a little freak of the week, but, um, <laughs> But, but, but no, I, I do for, I mean, I just like watching movies and then it, it becomes where, where Peter seems to build a list and likes to run through it. I just pick, I just pick randomly for the most yeah. part and, and I just like tallying and watching it all and trying to get different flavors of everything. And like, like I said last year, I, I try and make uh, an actual effort of looking up specific types of horror so that I can continually mix it up. Um, yeah, I remember you had a stretch last year where it was like 20 movies and you hadn't seen one that was over two stars. <laughs> yeah, no. And you're, I'm just like, all right, like like I can acknowledge at the end of the yeah. day where I'm still like, oh, I, I was entertained. I still had fun with it, but it was not good. Yeah. And, and like and like nobody should think it's good. Um, but but the interesting thing is it still it still leaves me with the, these massive gaps of movies that are considered, you know, required reading when it comes to horror and even after multiple Spooktobers, I still just like, you know, have these gaps. So I would say my general themes or whatever, uh, one is the is the just whatever's rolling in from last year and the year and the year before that I kind of mentioned. The other one is just the gaps, the classics that somehow I've missed or have never actually watched. So um, the big one this year that I would say would be The Exorcist. It's one of those where. Oh, yeah, I've 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 seen probably all of it you know here and there i've never sat down and watched it um you know i, I can remember scenes where i sat down on the couch and my dad was watching it and he's like yeah you probably shouldn't watch this and i'd watch 10 minutes and she'd you know pee on the carpet or you know start throwing up on people or whatever it was and i'd be like oh, okay but i've never actually like just sat down and watched it um the ring 
Never seen it. Oh, Rosemary's I love, Baby. I love, both love both of them. Yeah. To a lesser extent, but still one where I, I it's been on my list and I still think it's something that I need to see is uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Oh, yeah. Um, the other theme that kind of took its own shape when I started putting together this list is sequels, which, you know, is is kind of the theme, or, you know, is not uncommon for horror to just keep chugging them out anyways. But I figured, you know, you got The Exorcist 2 and 3. I, I know they're not supposed to be as good, but then you've got... People uh, swear by both of those to various extents. I, I They've been on they previous lists. Some sort of cult following type Yeah, thing. I'm a huge fan of 3. 3 is three is great. I figured I couldn't skip 2, so yeah, they, I you, gotta go you, to 2. You, 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 you both can, and you kind of shouldn't. Like it's, is Ali Sheedy into or did I make that up? No, I don't think so. It I, just looks vaguely like her. It's I'm it's fine. a weird situation where like half like the Ali movie Shitty. takes place in Africa and is really inspired and like the photography is gorgeous because it's a fucking John Borman movie. And then the other mm-hmm. all the stuff in America feels like it was made by hungover people. <laughs> it's like very sleepy yes. and like resigned. Well, well, I guess I'll have to see. Peter. <laughs> I don't know. Agree with me. Um, Agree with me. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't agree with you. Um, <laughs> and then you got a quiet place to don't breathe to. Um, I figured uh, Jigsaw and Spiral, Fear Streets because that's gonna be all of them. I haven't watched any of them. Um, I watched the first Phantasm last year, and then I just didn't get to any of the other ones because I was just jumping all over the place. So I, I'll probably push through on more of those. Um, I think that series gets ter- like more fun as it goes because it gets it turns into a road movie series. Wait, what do you mean, Phantasm? Yeah, like uh, like the the I, I love the first movie. The first movie is like the best in terms of traditional quality, but like as it goes, like it gets wilder and weirder. Like oh, they okay. like go on the road and they go to all these weird different towns and like it gets it it, it gets just like stranger and stranger in a way I love. Yeah, you've I seen guess. like uh, like wild hogs. Yeah. yeah. It's same, Michigan same, Treasure Tim Allen? Yeah, same type of thing. Like, you know how they went on a, on the road to find um, mm. women that found them attractive? I probably. Yes. Yeah, I would say Scrimmage would be wild. Yeah, yeah, I think I think the Phantasm movies go down that path as well, except instead of trying to find um, a, a, a woman who finds them attractive, they're trying to find, you know, who killed their parents. <laughs> <laughs> and is it a woman who finds me attractive? I mean, there's some of that. I've only seen the first uh, two. <laughs> and and then I guess in terms of excited about, I a lot of my, the movies that I'm very excited for are actually a ton of recent ones, which yeah. I feel like is not usually the case, but I'm I'm all for it. And We've then been the saving. Other weird, the other weird silver lining is I feel like there's always a couple horror comedy movies that I sprinkle in and it's like, oh, okay. But there are... You know, two or three that I'm genuinely excited about. I'm excited about Werewolves Within. I watched uh, Scare Me last year, and uh, it kind of grew on me as it kept going. It kind of starts off, and you, it feels like it's a like a theater kid's wet dream of just, like, these two people in a cabin, and they're acting weird, and, like, all this stuff where I'm like, okay, I kind of was rolling my eyes because that gets under my skin, and then it, it turned into a movie that I really enjoyed. So, Werewolves Within... You know, same director. I'm I'm very excited for that. Uh, Willie's Wonderland and Freaky. All three of those are kind of I have all those on comedy, too, yeah. and all those I'm like very excited for. Hell yeah! But then um, I didn't get to Beckerow last year. Oh, yeah. That's on Bill's list. Bill's on. Got, it's on Bill's list too. Yeah, I've got uh, Saint Maud. Saint Maud. I like that one. 
I've got Possessor, of course. I've got what uh, movie? Possessor. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. It's it's a little movie called Possessor. Um, um, so I'll finally get around to seeing that after after I bought it months ago. Um, the new Candyman. Uh, would you guys? The one that I added recently because I just I I realized I'd never seen it. And it's it, I can't I can't tell if it's actual horror or just has spooky elements. So people kind of say that it's various things. Is a field in England? I haven't seen that one. Uh, yeah, I've would seen it. it. I mean, it, it's it's not quite a horror movie, but it, okay. it definitely that's what I thought. But if it, it, if you want it to fit in Spooktober, I would not argue with you. It's sort of like a psych. It's sort of a psychedelic horror movie in a sense. That's why I kind of assumed. I assumed it was a lot of like psychological, psychedelic, it, like oh, like weird shit's happening, but it's not necessarily horror. Yeah, that it's was not a, a um, loose. It's definitely not um, Kill List or Sightseers, where like you know it's focused on like horrific violence and, and ominous or High Rise. Um, but it, it's 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 a psychedelic freakout for sure. Have you seen yeah. High Rise? I have. Yeah. So oh, okay. I was, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Oh, swap yeah, it out. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, you know, old Titane. Titane. Uh, the last, the last outlier um, that isn't actual horror but has enough horror themes is I still have I, I. And Peter, you can correct me and say there was one time where I drank too much and watched it, <laughs> but I I still have not seen Young Frankenstein, and <laughs> and, and 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 Peter has bought me two if not three <laughs> copies of it on dvd for various for various birthdays over the last 15 years so i figured i figured this year i i definitely got to get to it I, I joked about i joked about this year sending him a copy for his birthday uh no. i thought it would be funny <laughs> i and it's it's the worst part is i know that i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna love it and be like why did i not why did i not watch this sooner like this is so dumb but yeah so that yeah. i'm counting that yeah young horror. frankenstein uh fucking owns it's it's yeah. such a funny movie it, it weirdly enough turned into like definitely my favorite mel brooks movie um and it's especially really good ryan if you haven't seen frankenstein and bride of frankenstein um i would sneak those onto your like long list and then see mm-hmm. if you can sneak those in before you watch young frankenstein because they shot young frankenstein on some of the sets of the original universal frankenstein movies and you can tell, like the movie is the movie is the is oh. one of the most gorgeous comedy movies of yeah. all time. Also, I uh, mean, Bri- I, the, Bride of Frankenstein is like one of my twenty favorite horror movies of all time. That movie. Then I'll, then I'll make that a run into it. I'll, yeah. I'll watch those two before because why not? It, I'm looking to you know. And, and I think the first right. frame, both not. of them are like sixty minutes long. Yeah, yeah, those Universal horror movies are great. When I bought that box set at some point, and uh, it was a really good Spooktober booster because yeah, some of the movies are like seventy minutes. Um, and like, I'm not actually much of a fan of the original Dracula, um, but the original Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, the invisible, the old invisible man. Invisible man's great. Um, I even like, I like the creature of the Black Lagoon quite a bit. Yeah, Black Lagoon is good, but you don't get to see Doug Jones fucking, so two stars. I mean, you can if you use the dual screen experience. (laughs) (laughs) The screen and screen with Shape of Water. Yeah, like, you know, you just, like, you put Shape of Water in that scene on repeat, and then you watch Creature of the Black Lagoon, and then you see both. Yeah. yeah. Then, you, of, then you bump it up a star. Yeah, speaking yeah. of pornography, Bill. Um, yeah. 
What else, what else you got, Ryan? Did I just sorry? Did I did I step on no, no. Your, onto your list? No, that was uh that, that was that was my quick wrap up of kind of the highlights of movie. I mean, this is based off of my list. Like I said, is not uh, refined ever. I kind of I kind of lump it all in. Yeah, you're you're to... like jazz, right? Like it's movies. <laughs> oh you yeah. Don't watch. Oh yeah. It's a very free form yeah. Spooktober over here. I'm like yeah. I'm a little I'm a little zippity zow. I'm a little skippy scat. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> But but no, I, I, I just kind of took the ones that I'm very excited about, tried to highlight those. There are definitely plenty other ones on there that I'm going to try and make sure I get to uh, specifically, but those are kind of the highlights. Awesome. Yeah. Great, great list. I'm, ho- great I'm list, hoping yeah. that all of us have access to see Titane, Old, and Candyman. Like, I hope all of us can actually yeah. go see the ones that we can see in theaters or on VOD at home. They do seem to be... That was the other thing that I was separate from my list that I was kind of running with is it it's a weird time to not be able to ballpark when things are going to come to digital. <laughs> yeah. So like, like the turnaround for some things and a lot of things seem to be shorter and shorter, which I'm totally on board with. But then there were certain things where I was like, Oh, oh like, you know, three years ago, if something came out, you know, a month ago, there's no change. Like, Oh, it's probably not going to come out in time for October or whatever. And now it's like, Oh, you know, green night still in theaters now okay it's on on demand right now too you're like all right well not that that's horrible you're like oh, okay so most of these i i hope are accessible in one form or another by the time october comes around yeah. i feel like most of them will be yeah it just it seems so. like that especially if delta comes and they just start saying fuck it let's just release them a week later or whatever else True. simultaneous um, yeah um Bill, yes. let's start going through your list. Let's do a little track by track. Yeah, so I uh, just yeah. sent, before we get into it too deep, I just sent the list in the group chat on Skype. So yep. um, Ryan can see it also. Is it in uh, yet? I also will note, I'm going to note something quick, just like last year. Even though Peter and I did some collaboration, there's a dividing line on this list for um, uh, Peter Picks versus Aaron Picks. Uh, we'll note it doesn't mean like I wouldn't have picked Peter had his list first and then um, I added to it. But um, if you're like looking at who recommended what the dividing line on this list is the Lake Mungo spontaneous divide. Um, <laughs> as as the kids say, like, that sounds like a natural disaster. It does. Um, so does everyone have the list list in front of yeah. them? Cool, cool. Uh, so Sorry, first, Skype we'll start, weird. Bill, with um, the movie that Peter sent me twice. The movie's so nice, he sent it twice. He sent me a Peter sent me first a list of uh, ten movies. Two of them were Jennifer's Body. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this, is this I think, would be a fun movie to, uh, if not start your month off with, to get into it uh, pretty early. Because oh, it, it's, it's starting the month. I mean, it's been on yeah. my list since last Spooktober. So it is like the cover picture to my list those 10 movies that were mine um this has been on front and you know i'm I'm gonna say i love jennifer's body we did an episode on jennifer's body it's on my list i don't know if bill's gonna like jennifer's body it seems based on it's based on last year i just get the sense that it's not gonna hit based on the cover art i think i'm gonna like jennifer's body (laughs) and the cover art is representative of the movie i would say what if i said that the person who wrote it went to your high school is that true Diablo Cody. Yeah. It is true. Yeah. Wow, see, Writer of I'm, Juno. I'm definitely going to love Juno. it now. Not you, buddy. I actually am excited. I'm looking at this list for the first time. Uh, there are six of them that are on my list, and all of the ones that I can see are like, I'm definitely going to get to this. Oh, October. awesome. 
Yeah, so... I, I haven't seen two of the movies on this. One is Peninsula, which none of us have seen. Yeah. 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 And then, it's, um, yeah, The Wolf House. Yeah, we can we can re, we can reorder later, but I think it would be just looking at the first line. I feel like it would be kind of fun for him to go through it in this order because there's a lot of like fun comedy movies uh, in the in the first row or fun uh, movies that are more uh, uh, fun and lively. The next one is Troll Hunter, which I think Bill might fucking love. Which is uh, Bill. That's not just next a- in mine. I guess it is on this one. Sorry, I had my own list. I forgot. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm showing it next. Hold on. Yeah. First, like. I, I think it's important that we set the tone before. Yeah, set not, the not tone. set the tone. That's the wrong word. I want to explain the proposition that Peter threw out there, not his idea, so oh, that oh, I yeah. get this input is, is from Ryan and Aaron. Um, so I don't remember. You guys talked about all like the self betterfication and COVID on one of your episodes, and <laughs> yeah, you know, mine. Despite what most people do and neglected i i've been somewhat diligent but mine was just sketching or drawing with pencils whatever and as part of my effort to do that i did 30 faces in 30 days in january um of this year and peter's like oh you should do something like that for october and like for some reason i hadn't ever thought of the idea of like using horror uh characters as muses but like Super exciting to do all portraits. It's a lot of effort to do a portrait every day. Um, but the nice thing is, is like it's a similar time frame. If I have like an hour and a half movie, I'm going to draw for an hour and a half. So as the basis of that, I was like, oh, crap, I have to build out at least 30 films. And that's, you know, Aaron, presumably where you got to come in as well as Peter to kind of take what I think was like probably seven or eight movies and, and blow it out to the 31 that we have here. So Ryan point being, I need to pick a character, a still, or like a something from each of these. I'm trying to do portraits. That was like my betterfication thing, but pick a character from each of these and I'm going to draw one every day. And I was I was getting oh, really I excited that. at this idea because um, I think we're going to have to figure out a way, Bill, uh, a way that you're comfortable with for us to share this with people that want to see it uh, through the Facebook group or through your Instagram or whatever whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, the with. show notes as we do the recaps and stuff. Yeah, yeah because I, I, I think people really get a kick out of this because um, for years, Bill has been irritatingly good at everything, sort of a handyman, good at good at uh, good with numbers, like works in, in in finance um like in a real annoying way it like really, really irritating way. like yeah like just like i just met like him once good. and i almost punched him yes <laughs> yep uh-huh. i get yeah. punched a lot like and also like a nice me. guy all around entertaining it just like you don't dislike him but that makes him dislike him yeah because he's talented on top of that yeah, yeah. the real fucking gaston over here um mm-hmm. And, uh, so, but the From beauty and the beast. So yeah. Uh, the, the fun part though, is that like, uh, I'll catch Bill drawing and I'm like, Holy shit. You did that while we were just chugging beer over here. He's like, he's like, yeah, there's <laughs> like, there's a, he drew a beautiful, beautiful picture of my nephew while we were just like chilling by the pool. And he was like, Oh, it stinks. I got a little, got a little Coors Light, a little sunscreen on the picture. Oh, well. <laughs> You're like, I, I bit all my nails down, so I did something productive too. Well, <laughs> okay. I finished my whole beer. <laughs> um, we can play a game. Uh, which of these movies are you most excited for the drawing for? 
at the end. Yes. Um, oh, I mean, yeah. Jennifer Body's been yeah. in front of my list for a while. So, you know. That's what you're most excited Jennifer's for. Jennifer's yeah, That's not what we said. Yeah. Go ahead. I know exactly oh, what no, yeah. and, and Bill, Bill, I think what's fun is that, like, we talked a little bit about your, your art. And I think um, you're looking for faces with character or very full of expression. And I think this list will be a, a nice mix of, like, uh, beauty and degradation um, because you can draw yeah you can draw Megan Fox's face um, you can draw possessor yeah, I mean a little that's different. the thing is like I want I want the possessor I, I don't I don't want to blow my load but it's gonna be Tetsuo the Iron Man for me <laughs> I I if I'm being honest do want to blow my load uh, no uh, I, at least the Invisible Man is just a nice skip week you can just be like here you go. <laughs> I get a rest week. I was going to suggest eyes without a face because yeah, if he just draws a circle. Oh, that is you've killed the joke now. Um, but Peter, it's a solid point. I think the crazier the better. They're just more interesting. Like I can find not to you know any way like put her down. I can find more than one Jennifer's body on Instagram if that's what I really wanted to draw. But like in January, I was doing a bunch of like trying to do like some androgynous folks or like very unique hair or lots of crazy shadows. So like all that stuff's fair game. I think I want the more interesting, like from a visual perspective, the better. Would, would you want it to still be, uh, I don't know what the best term, like a clean portrait when it comes down to it. Or like if a, I'm not even thinking of anything specific from what I'm looking at, but like if, if, because you're talking about drawing while you're watching, right? Or is it after? Yeah, who, I, I, we'll we'll see how that works out. I, I would probably do it while, for the most part. Um, yeah, and I I just I was more just curious because I'm like there are plenty of these where it's like you know certain specific people are end up covered in blood or whatnot, and I wasn't yeah. sure if that would look and also be more appealing from you or your standpoint as like drawing it versus just a straightforward you know here's the no no not at all give me the blood give me give me it all like i want i want unique i mean i'm trying to challenge myself and not interesting details new details and not do you know the the same thing over and over and like there were times in january where i had like 20 minutes and i hate it but like i finished it right like i got my 30 done so there'll, there'll be those in this case because it's just hard to draw 30 pictures but or you know 31 but the good ones you end up like coming back to, you spend two days on one and then you like cram into the next time. So we'll see if they line up with the actual movies, um, but it'll be fun nonetheless. Your it'll be list. fun when you hear a chanting that just coming from our like mental energy to you when you watch Bakaroo and you just hear Udo Kier. Yes. Udo Kier. I already sent him a picture of Udo Kier and it's like, you're going to fucking love this guy's face. I yeah. guarantee it. Great face. Yeah, like Peter, I mean, Peter's like, you should do this, and actually then sent me a few photos, and I'm like, holy shit, I'm in. I'm like, this is like yeah. a, a yes. gold mine of portraits that I hadn't like. You know, I mostly just you know find Instagram thoughts that I draw while I like take notes on calls. This is far more enjoyable, and you know, let's yeah, let's get through this. Uh, yeah. So Baccarat were rad, actually. So perfect. Yeah, Baccarat is a uh, is like a sort of social social thriller, um, and it's about a bunch of a bunch of sport hunters come in and want to hunt down an entire town. And I will not say any more than that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's basically it's basically most dangerous game and colonialism. Oh, wait, but how does it end? I'm in. 
good. Well, I guess that he asked really politely. <laughs> so, um, Mortuary Collection is a anthology horror movie with a bunch of short short stories in it. And I know, Bill, I think you were were you a little torn on where you did not really like. He, he was definitely torn on anthology movies, yep. but we still. We kept a few on here. I was You'll like the collection this year because it's like some of them are like eight minutes long and then some of them are like a full-blooded tale and they're all like funny or genuinely scary. Mortuary Collection is a, a fucking blast. Mor- yeah, one of my favorites from last year too. Super, super Halloween-y. Um, yeah. Like it, it, it's, it's got that sense of fun and vigor, but also like it'll, it'll turn on a dime and, and be really creepy. Host is, um, the, one of the best found footage movies along with Troll Hunter on the list. One of the best found footage movies I've ever seen. Um, and it's also short as hell. It's like 60 minutes did, or something. Re, not to pause, I forget, did you guys, did I convince you guys to watch Unfriended 2 last year? I watched Unfriended 2 and I, I liked both the Unfriended movies. Oh, okay. I hated the first one, but I do think Host... Duh. I love the second one. I do think Host is doing like the Unfriended One concept like a thousand times better. I would say Host is definitely better mm-hmm. than Unfriended One. And yeah. uh, what I was going to say is Host is way scarier than like most of these sort of like, yeah, yeah, found in screen movies. Um, Possessor um, it's become a meme. Stars Charlie Buckets. It's called stars, stars Old Charlie Buckets. It's become a meme this year of me trying to get just, yeah, Ryan just, and Aaron to watch three it. Of us. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. Like the cover um, art on that would be an interesting drawing. You know. That's what I mean. It's like that that alone would seems like it's an easy like okay. There's a lot of good scenes that really hit at what's going on on the cover art too. It's uh, I finally watched it a few weeks ago and broke the the 9 month long meme unfortunately. <laughs> uh because I care about our podcast and making sure I uh watch the potentially best movies of the year for a roundup. Uh, and yeah, it's great. Really. Bill, you're going to fucking love Possessor. So Possessor, without spoiling anything, it's about uh, near future, I don't know, in the next 40 years or something. Um, he watched video. So we made him watch video drone last year. Oh, this will be cool. So this is directed by actually uh, Brandon Cronenberg, which is um, David Cronenberg's son. Um, so he has a similar sort of like brain melting approach. But this is a movie about um, in the future uh hitmen can hack people's brains take advantage uh, like take control of their their bodies um and then perform the hit that way so that they have like they don't even have to be on scene they're basically like they hop in they hop out and um this is causing what for people that hop into those brains it's causing a sort of disassociation um that's sort of making them go a little insane so this movie's like both hyper violent and terrifying and the violence is so fucking gross um but it's also like mind melting and the imagery is crazy and i think this is like a bill bill movie um Anything for Jackson is a movie I I, I wanted you to watch because it rules. It was on my December list, good. and it didn't. I didn't watch it over Halloween, Christmas, so then it rolled into <laughs> 2021. It's actually not really a Christmas horror movie. It was sold to it's me. Just directed, it's directed by a guy who made Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah, so I need you to watch Anything for Jackson and then click on the guy's name and see the, the fucking – uh, hilarity of this yes. dark terrifying movie this guy who made all of these uh, i think his name is dyke or dick d-y-k-e or d-y it's dyke okay yeah i think it's dyke i think it's like a like a the the um the architect dutch um 
Yeah. Justin, Justin Dyke. Justin Dyke. And, and clicking on his IMDb or his letterbox is so fucking funny because it's just like a an upside down cross and, and then a nothing. Oh my but God. Like, like <laughs> really? home for It's Christmas. Christmas wedding planner. Christmas with a view. Country Christmas. 48 Christmas wishes. Yeah. It's every single one. Because he can <laughs> appreciate art. You know, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. So he can appreciate all the aspects of art. I genuinely wonder mm. if Bill has a percentage <laughs> breakdown for how many of these movies. Sorry, I'm just looking at these movies. It's a zoo in here. Monkey in the middle. <laughs> Monkey in the middle. And then upside down cross horror movie. <laughs> uh, Raw is about a, uh, a girl who finds out uh, her, her family has a history of cannibalism at a veterinary school. Um, cool movie. Or should I have seen that? Go- You've seen Raw? Mm-hmm. Oh. I think you guys put it on my list, didn't you? Maybe. Well, we can wipe it out. Um, this list has more than 31 entries. Uh, plus um, I've got others, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can, if you, if you start chewing through entries faster than one a day, we can always add more. Um, Peninsula is, uh, sequel to Train to Busan, and I think all of us should watch that. Um, Beach House is kind of a fun corollary to color out of space. It's not as psychedelic, but it is about, like, sort of the environment turning against, uh, a couple or a group of people and them kind of being helpless to stop it. Um, Wolf House is purely animated. There's no, there's no like actor actors in it. There's voice actors. Um, it's purely animated. And I really want you to watch that, Phil, because I, I know you like appreciate animation, but it's like very creepy, very avant-garde, very strange. I would say this is sort of like the eraser head of this year, but it's not as incomprehensible. It's, it's more, um, just like, uh, you said it was real stop motion, right? It's real stop motion. But it's like there's like figures and also they're painting on walls to draw images. I think you'll get a kick out of it. It's also not that long. So it's just like Fantastic Mr. Fox? It's it's just kind of the like, same thing. It's a sequel. Fantastic Mr. Bill Fox. <laughs> yeah, if it was called The Fox House, I mean, you would have already watched it. Um, the Invisible Man, I don't really have to sell you on that. That's like the, that's like the big mainstream mm-hmm. uh, uh, scary horror movie, really suspenseful. I, I'll skip one for just now and skip to Us. Um, that's, of course, the follow-up to Get Out. Um, don't want to say much about that because I don't want to ruin the surprise. But uh, yeah, social, social horror, um, very fun. Martyrs. Um, is considered one of the most, like, violent and terrifying movies of all time. Um, but it's also, like, really compelling. And, uh, I don't think it, it's not like a torture porn movie, I don't think. No. Even though it's a movie with torture in it. I think it's actually a very compelling psychological thriller with, like, horrifying violence. I've just, you got it's talking, like, you guys have said it so many times on the podcast, like, over years that, like, I don't, I have to watch it. Yes, and this is one we'll have to, before you watch it, I'll have to make sure there's a remake with the same title that you should not watch. Uh-huh. Should not watch it. Um, and that was, a, I, that was nice to see, though, Peter, on your list for Bill, because that is a movie, I know you really liked it when we did it on the show a couple years ago, but that was a movie that was like a long-term pitch for me to get Peter to see it. I, it's because it has a rep, it had a rep as like a torture porn movie, and for so long I just used that as like an excuse to not watch these movies. And it's that's why I so haven't bad. gotten around to it either. Until I mean, it's it's one of those hits been on Spooktober's year after year after year. Oh, it's so good! It's so good! It's it's, it's really really. It's good. way way more interesting than just you know sick guy tortures woman. It's it's not that at all. Um, yeah. 
it is not it is not it's actually far more interesting it's not hostile than, it's not saw yeah. it's not one no of those types of... yeah then, no like, and I, I we talked about this in the episode i'm so annoyed at how like it actually got a reputation as worse than a lot of those movies when yeah. like it is uh it is like the first half of the movie is kind of gory, but it's like gory in like a, we're fighting like a strangers kind of way. The the there is like twenty minutes of torture with zero gore and zero brutality. It's all implied stuff. Yeah, and there's no like sexual violence. It's not like no. a rape movie at all, which is 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 like part. And of the, the torture movie. is for a very specific purpose that makes the movie like. That's why the movie's so fucking amazing. Like when you realize yeah, as long as it why adds to it, as long as there's yeah. a reason for it. Yeah, it Ryan, I definitely recommend sense. you put Martyrs. On it's your on my list this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then my last one that I added is Lake Mungo, which is uh, just a it's a really fucking scary movie. I think that's kind of in the same category as Host because it's like a very scary yeah. found footage found movie, footage but movie, it's yeah. um, it's sort of built a rep over the years because it's it's uh. It kind of got lost in the found footage craze because there's so fucking many of those movies, but it's far more interesting and it, it it's built on sort of a mockumentary format as opposed to a, uh, you know, piece of found footage format, um, which makes it less if you if you're someone that like uh, staring at the shaky cam makes me queasy like um, Lake Mungo won't have that. Also, host doesn't have much of that just because it's mostly on a webcam. Um, but Lake Mungo this won't have that. This activity's not even that paranormal. Not even that much. Lakes? No. <laughs> Come back when you're a pond. Um, but yeah, that's that's my that's my last one. And Lake Mungo, I think, is a very surprising movie. I put a bunch of found footage on here. I don't <laughs> think that's particularly Bill's cup of tea, but I'm, I'm trying to trying to will it to happen i mean honestly like i'm realizing as you discuss it that the shaky camera is probably part of like (laughs) the ones i don't like Uh, the only one here that has that that most people don't like that the only way have that is troll hunter but troll hunter is like a scandinavian movie about a crazy guy who goes out and hunts like yeah that's different trolls i'm also like really into like the kind of quiet scandinavian movies so i don't know yeah i Sorry, Peter. I like the idea of the the Mungo horror, that, like as if it was like Pond Mungo, Lake Mungo, <laughs> and then a sequel like Sea Mungo, and then they did a prequel Puddle Mungo, and you're like, ah, the Mungo series. Yes. <laughs> like, holy shit, they're doing Ocean Mungo. Yeah. Oh, fuck. White Ocean Water Mungo. Mungo. <laughs> they got the budget for Ocean Mungo. <laughs> the director's been talking about that for years. Yeah, and then eventually uh, it comes back to the origin, Hugh Mungo. <laughs> I was gonna go water found on Mars, Mungo. <laughs> so, uh, so my ads. There's a couple of, like alternates that are kind of both of our ads, which we'll, we'll talk about here in a second. My ads were uh, the movie that was my number hundred uh, last year. That actually is one of my favorite movies of 2020. It'll almost assuredly end up on my best of list in the high high end, which is spontaneous. Which uh, is worst the cover rare. art of the year for sure. Worst cover art I'm is, excited is about the, it. look at that. It's a great movie. It's so good. It's a great movie. It is. It is one of the rare horror romance movies that I've ever seen. It's very. Um, it also like is like this movie was made pre COVID, but it feels very resonant um, into into COVID times as well, uh, and is just kind of like the perfect. It's kind of like if Perks of 
being a wallflower was amazing and not kind of bad. <laughs> and uh, and and so also it's just warm bodies or what? No. Yes, and people blew up. Amazing. Um, um, so really good. Uh, one of my other favorites last year. Then I'm also just like it's 70 minutes, and I'm I tend to be a little more. I think as I pick stuff for Bill is like, I also like, I want Bill to enjoy it, but I also kind of want to see what Bill thinks about this movie. And Tetsuo, the Iron Man is a hundred percent a, what is Bill going to make of this movie? Because <laughs> where's he going to land? <laughs> because I was just completely blown away. A metal by this fetish movie last year. Ooh, this is going to be really hard to know where I land. Uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's never it boring. It is insane. It's no, it is boring. completely insane. And uh, I have the sequel on my list this year, which I know is somehow uh, less less crazy. But it is – it was one of the late-term highlights for me last year. And I – I think that's what I pushed on you, Aaron. I think I was like, you've got to see Tetsuo. The I, uh, it actually – you didn't really push it on me until I realized it was a horror movie. Someone else mentioned it. I assumed it was a martial arts movie forever. Uh, yeah, it's not. Because – <laughs> it's not. No, no, very much not. Um, and, and it started the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is super cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that once once that was bought by Disney. Once Tetsuo was bought by <laughs> Disney, it took quite the turn. But yeah, see the origins. Um, uh, uh, Carnival of Souls, which is something that uh, ended up getting nixed from our list last year. This is definitely this and Night of the Living Dead, which I'll just skip to now, are two like. Uh, origin of horror movies that I actually think are still both incredibly creepy and incredibly like resonant that I actually think you, they're, they're going to be black and white, but I think you're going to be pretty impressed by both of these movies. I think probably if I was putting money down on the table, Night of the Living Dead more, because that's a movie that um, just feels like insanely fresh when you watch it. Even we, uh, we just watched it for the show. I uh, I watched it with my uh, with my seven year old, which I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> recommend. Um, uh, she's fine, everyone. No one call the police. Uh, well, but now, um, for now, no, but who, um, who knows yeah. when she's twenty? Yeah, yeah she's we don't got have daddy exactly problems. She'll be super messed up, but now yeah. she's fine. That's right. right now. She is fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she doesn't uh, even talk much. You're the cool dad. <laughs> no, she's yeah. She reminds me of the kid from Night of the Living Dead. Guys, you guys remember that movie? Um, <laughs> No. Um, oh wait, um, hold on, Aaron. Can I can I jump in really quickly? Yeah, jump um, in. Another weird note that we have to I have to put in there is that like before you watch Carnival of Souls or Night of the Living Dead, uh, well I'll have to point you to where you can watch the good copies. Good versions. Both of yeah. them are public domain, which means that sure on YouTube you can watch it for free, but I don't fucking recommend you watch that version because it'll be blurry and awful to look at. Um, whereas like. Um, Criterion um, did, did both of them. They have restorations on both. They did restorations for both of them, and holy shit! Like they, 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 they're just the color, like the colors, <laughs> the 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 black and whites and the shadows just really pop in both of them in a way that like you, you once it's all blurry and it's like clearly ripped off of VHS, it absolutely does not pop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're gonna have to help me find some stills too, and I'm like. The more I think about it, like remembering that I'm drawing some of these, I'm now even more excited for Tetsuo the Iron Man. Like even looking oh, yeah. at like the cover and like some of oh, the yeah, pictures, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Like the, I the told you that's going to be my favorite drawing. I think that that may be like some neon demon, but I, I think you're going to find some really good stuff there. Um, 
The Empty Man, which is a 2020 movie that got buried in theaters and is fucking amazing. Uh, Bill, you're going to love this movie. This is a detective tracking down a mystery that keeps getting more and more out of control with a bunch of creepy stuff that happens. Uh, if you don't love this movie, I would be shocked. Ryan, Ooh, if it's got to draw Stephen Root's face. If it's not on your list, yeah, it's got like a Scientology oh, list, aspect. Yeah. yeah, yeah, make it on your list. Uh, Psycho Gorman, which right now is probably my favorite 2021 movie. Um, it is uh, – you know how we made you watch Father's Day last year? Yeah. Uh, so this is like some of the people from that group made – like they, that group split up and they made Psycho Goreman. I think oh. Psycho Goreman is the best uh, – and I love the editor one that we didn't make you watch. But I think that that's kind of been their masterpiece up to up to this. Uh, uh, Psycho Goreman is just fucking amazing. <laughs> it is – it, the description it is, is like, excellent. I'm very like, oh. yeah. I don't even like it. Is it is somehow like they just got everything right and every part of it, all the different twists and turns, and like it also does something amazing where you actually really start caring about the characters in a way that is, um, well, it still still has that kind of the editor and Father's Day energy, but it it really it it's kind of the take on like the the little girl finds and finds an alien friend and then like keeps that as her friend except that it goes into astron six places where that alien friend is actually a warlord bent on killing everyone on earth and the little <laughs> girl is a sociopath who's using <laughs> her power to take control of her uh of her 10 year old life uh and uh <laughs> A never-ending series of sci-fi monstrosities keep coming to Earth. It is fucking amazing. Peter, you saw it, right? Oh, yeah. It's 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 a blast. It's actually, like, really funny. It'll be a good palate cleanser after you've watched something serious. Oh, no palate cleansing. I just want to watch movies now, though. Yeah, I know. I know. We, uh, mid, it's only getting worse, even though we talked about it a while ago, where it's like, and I just want to turn around and watch these movies. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, is, is Psycho Gorman on your list this year, Ryan? Because if not, it should be. Yes. I, I actually, that was like 10 minutes before we hopped on. I did a quick scan of you and Peter's letterbox of, I did like genre horror and then went highest rating to low. And I caught that one and added, I did not realize, I liked uh, Father's Day a lot. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. Man, if you haven't I seen the editor, Day add that to couch, And we were fucking bawling, crying. So it was so funny. So good. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm looking at the editor right now because I'm like, I don't think I've seen this. Honestly, I'm gonna. Edit oh, the editor's so good. Yeah, I can't remember. If editor I, is genuinely gorgeous in a way that will yeah. surprise you if you've seen Father's Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Midsummer, we we almost we had this on the list last year for you, but we decided like we can't pull, have both Heredity and and Midsummer on um, on a 31 list of horror, the best horror movies of all time when you had so much to fill. So Midsummer's by is the sequel to her or not sequel. It's the, it's the second movie by uh, the guy who made hereditary. I actually, I'm going to say something controversial after watching it again recently. I think I like it a little more than hereditary and I love hereditary. So that's excellent. Yeah. And what's, what's kind of nice is like empty man and Midsummer are both kind of long as is, are the wailing, but like psycho gore man, night of the living dead, carnival of souls, Tetsuo, the iron man, um, all of those wolf house, all of those are short, like sub 80 minutes, I think maybe. So like if there's a really long one, there's probably a 80 ish minute one right next to it. Yeah. The wailing is definitely a long one. And I, and I picked that mostly because a, it's a fantastic movie, but also it really like th there was, 
the kind of I saw the devil mm-hmm. um oh, yeah. energy. It's it's a different type of movie, but like the type of energy I think is very similar in a way that I think you're gonna respond to quite a bit. I love that movie. Um the movie's so Ryan, good. you're asking some of the my favorites from last year. I didn't mention that one. Man. Oh, that one's great. That one's phenomenal. And I agree, Aaron. It's it's definitely The Wailing is a different movie, but it feels like it's like it's in the same same stylistically the same and storytelling the same yeah. way there's something yeah. there that like it yeah. definitely feels reminiscent i agree yeah. um uh dubro party massacre 3 yeah which is a movie that i pushed really hard on peter peter last year and i think uh, he was very skeptical and um again it has the astron 6 comedy quality while still being a very amazing riff on 80s horror and it's kind of one of my things of like you did not respond well to 80s horror but i think you'll respond well to this oh yeah I, also, I, there's no I, I Pro party massacre one or two yeah so yeah. i wrote like i'm looking at my notes actually from last year and i had this one written down that like peter you watched it and instantly added it to my list for the following year yeah <laughs> yeah yes. right absolutely ryan did you end up watching this one i forget yeah, watched it and I loved it. it. It was a very quick succession of you watched it and then you were like, you guys have to watch it. And then I think Peter, like you said, was a little more skeptical and they watched it. He's like, no, you should watch it. And then I think the next day or that same day I rented it and was like, oh, it was I. It was great. It was I was laughing. I was fully engaged. It was it's awesome. Uh, Tales from the Hood, which is one of the other anthology movies, which is a movie that I dismissed quite a lot growing up because it seemed I expected, like, something, I don't know, like, Bones, like, like Snoop Dogs in it. Or... Yeah, it is so, like, if you want a movie about, like, uh, taking the idea of, like, uh, modern-day racism into little horror uh, vignettes, this movie does that really well, yeah. unfortunately, still. Um, yeah, a lot of it still accurate. Yeah, very accurate. Uh, I only saw it for the first time a couple years ago and uh, loved it. Uh, Mother, which, again, I think, Bill, this – Peter, maybe I'm off base here, but Mother feels like a horror movie made for Bill. I'm yeah, I I think he's either gonna love it or hate it, which means he gets I'm to interested join to see where he the yeah. ongoing discourse. Uh, it is a it is a it is a movie that uh, no matter what uh, happens at the end of it, you'll go. Well, that was certainly a lot of movie. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of movie in that movie, huh? Yeah, I like the cover art too. Like Jennifer Lawrence's face is like coming apart or whatever. So. There's some. Good faces. There's some good faces in uh, in Mother, I'll say. I picked We Are What We Are because I'm actually surprised, Peter, you didn't pick this one at some point. It's a fun one. It was a, it was me going like, what did Peter leave off of his list? <laughs> um, and, I, and I scrap, think, so to speak. You, I'm way more positive on us than you are. I know you like us, but like I, I actually think it might be better than Get Out uh, and and a few and. I think it was my number two movie of that that year. Um, but like you were, I think you pushed this one on me. You were, you've been a huge Mickler. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Mickle fan. Uh, this is his. Is he he remade, I believe, a Spanish movie. Um, yeah, at least a Spanish language movie. Um, it, 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 it's about a cannibal family, which I guess if we're taking Raw off the list. You know, you have to have one cannibal family. You can't have none. And this is a fun, this is a fun, like, lean, mean thriller that's about, like, family dynamics, but also, like, um, if your family eats meat, it involves, mur- uh, human meat, it involves murder. So, um, it's, it's, it's got the gristle, but it's also got the heart. It's a, you it's need a, that, it's a cool that movie. family with the 
you know, husband and wife, director, actor combo, and the daughter to do that movie. The Adams Family. Oh, absolutely. Yes. The ad, the the real Adams Family. Like the real Ghostbusters need to The daughter's in. name's not even Wednesday, okay? It's not even any of the weekdays. <laughs> it's all weekend, baby. Saturday yeah. and Sunday are the kids' names. <laughs> we party up in here. Uh, the Neon Demon, which is a movie I love, and I just realized I don't know if Peter likes it at all. Uh, yeah, I like Neon Demon. I saw that in theaters with Ryan on his birthday one year. Okay, then maybe was it that like maybe you liked it and everyone else you went with maybe like Sans Ryan was like fuck all this why why would you take us to this? Movie? I, yeah, it sounds about right. Our buddy Brian right. was like, oh, okay, that was a movie we watched. You're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a it's also a movie that. Uh, uh, Bill, you're going to have just a plethora of interesting faces to draw. Yeah, Keanu, I was going to say that is a in. good one. Yeah, the cover is uh, great. Yeah, there's there's Keanu has a cameo in it. Um, there's nothing but like beautiful models doing horrifying. It's literally things. models. Yeah, so you got you got your pick of the litter for drawing. like like you made it clear like maybe Eraserhead was too far when it comes to surrealism, but I'm gonna I'm gonna dip your toe a little bit back in with this one. I can do surrealism, yeah. but, like, I think it was the combination with, like, visual I get a razor heads a quality. lot. Yeah, I mean... And there yeah. are parts of that movie that, were like, really I enjoy and still think about, right? Especially the eraser part. But, like, this one, like, is so <laughs> visually pleasing to me. Like, I can, you know, what was the Robin Williams one? Um, Patch Adams. Yep. Jack. That's the one. Super cerebral Patch Adams. You know, he's like in the clouds, all the flowers. Well, and You don't even need medicine. Just just laugh. Like, I can watch the really visual movies despite like... What other, Dreams May Come? Yes. I, was it one hour photo? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're thinking of? No, it was definitely Patch Adams. Um, not... Is that really what you were thinking of? Are you thinking of what dreams may come? What dreams may come. Oh. Oh. It was not what I was thinking I've, of. It was Patch. I've never Adams. seen. I've only seen like the the shots from it. Yeah, I saw it in theaters. It's, it's it is it is very nice to look at. It is not a good movie. Well, that's the thing though. Like I I don't like I didn't hate the experience. I feel like the Neon Demon, just based on the limited pictures I've seen so far, like it would be much easier for me to go super surreal if there's more art. Oh yeah, at, at the very least, it is a beautiful movie. Yeah, yeah. it's a cool movie. Uh, uh, the Burning, which is like our 80s slasher movie that um, I think is just completely fucking insane. Um, and uh, I think I don't I, I think this will probably be on the bottom of your list, but I still think it's a fun thing to include just to give you the full breadth of horror movies. Um, Proxy is a movie that uh, Peter and I need to cover on the show at some point. I think you're going to love Proxy. And I think it's an unfairly forgotten like. Norish, grisly, realistic, tabloidian horror movie from the early 2010s. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, you've seen it, right, Peter? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. I watched it based on your recommendation. It is oh, okay. uh, a vile movie in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, good way. Uh, The Invitation, which is a movie that uh, Peter and I just covered on the show, which is why Peter's like, make sure you add The Invitation. Um, which, uh, yeah, it's this cult movie. movie. Fantastic. Should I listen um, to the show before or after? After. I haven't listened to it, if it's out. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, I would say definitely wait it out. Going into the invitation as blind as possible, I think, is beneficial. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's got uh, a fun surprise. Yeah, VHS 2, which I was actually really excited that you did watch VHS last year. And I know you didn't like it that much. There were a couple um, of them I liked. But the, we, like the whole thing, but not in aggregate that I... 
love them all. Our thing was like, though, that like next year you need to watch VHS 2 because VHS 2 has one of the best horror shorts of all time that we've actually covered yeah. on the show uh, in this like uh, cult thing. So I, I VHS 2 overall is superior, but also has like one of the best like anthology entries of all time, if not the best. Uh, and then House of the Devil was a late ad for me, just a reminder that like, oh, you you could like this like Ty West slow burn uh, cult Satan worshiping movie that felt felt like you did have enough Satan worshiping movies on your list, Bill. And That's you true. At least one every Spooktober. Yeah. And House of the Devil uh, again. You might think it's too slow, but um, um, I think. I can do slow. I think I think you'll like it. It is slow, but I like it. I, it's it's a fun, it's a good time, and also it's so it, I, it's so well done because it feels so of the time, even yeah. though it's a recent movie. I, I really like it. Uh, yeah, it's also like uh, ninety minutes, so it's not like a slow two and a half hours. It's a yeah. slow ninety <laughs> yeah. minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ryan, have you really quick before we we wrap this up? Have you seen Proxy? Um, I don't think so. That was one where, while you guys were talking about it, I tried to do a quick search, and I was like, I don't think I have, and so I jotted it down. Yeah, you should, you should. I'd be, I'd be interested in your take as we do these wrap ups on Proxy. Too. It is a messed up movie. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's hard. It's hard to talk about without spoiling. So, uh-huh. um, I don't want to talk about it yet, guys. I'm so excited. Let's just all act like maybe September is October. <laughs> that way we won't have to jam in the recaps. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm, it's hard to tell like it. I'm there. how much uh tantric spooktober we we can do. Do we just We talked a lot about edging last year and like how there's themes across horror movies of edging, um, as long as we're getting into pornography. Like I can't do it for a month. I'm only human. Yeah. Yeah. I do think one of the things for me and Peter that makes this easier is that, like, I'm now tempted to leave this call and watch Dude Bro Party Massacre 3 or Psycho Gorman again. Both, which is fine for me because I've seen both of them. Yeah, that's oh, true. If I could get Dude Bro Massacre on, on something that I don't have to pay money for, I would turn around. And I think it's on Prime, right? Or is it not anymore? Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. But I, I, I paid to rent it last year and it was worth every penny. I oh, might yeah. go rewatch some of last year's. It's on Tubby. <laughs> <laughs> it's I on Tubby. tubby. <laughs> it's Tubby. Thank I you. Know, Excuse I me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's looking like Tubby on this end. <laughs> Is this uh, uh, Tubby customer support? <laughs> are you sure it's not the other one? It sounds like that Mubby. <laughs> Yes. Uh, we lost the thread. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not surprised this was a, like, full-length episode. Uh, because it's... I think it's going to be, like, the best Spooktober yet. I think this is going to be... Like, last year is going to be hard to top. But I feel like the momentum that all of us had from last year uh, of of just a, just a fun Spooktober all around is really going to carry over. And, yeah, I agree, Bill. Uh we really, we really are edging ourselves by making us now wait six weeks to do it. But hopefully, it's less edging and more chomping at the bit. We're gonna be chomping, chomping. Yes. No, it's edging. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm definitely still edging. I don't know. I'm in this for sexual gratification only. This isn't like <laughs> caloric intake. Yeah, um, we accidentally. Bill's, activated something Bill's over here. Bill. He's gonna be. 
He's going to be watching a horror movie, edging, and drawing all at the same time, okay? Well, the drawing is to keep his hands tied up, frankly. I, I like the Yeah, fact easier that, like, to edge if you can't use your hands. Uh-huh. We're now very yeah. public with this, which means, like, I'll have some accountability and I actually have to do it. But I'm also, like, slightly frightened about, like, having to show all of them. Because sometimes you just don't like them. So this is going to be a healthy... You know, psychological like barrier that Exposure. we break down, where it's like, nope, you got to show it. You already went on this world famous podcast, and every yeah. viewer heard it. So now, if I don't do it, you know, I, I, I'm I've ruined your show. And you know these pe- and you know the fans love to watch, so they want something they to look at. Yeah, it's well, ironic also, that it's a radio show, but you know. <laughs> also, I mean, I think one thing that is abundantly clear every year is how healthy what we're doing here is. So mm-hmm. I'm oh, yeah. glad we're able to help <laughs> with that. I'm just happy that this yeah. is going out live on AM frequencies right now. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's healthy, but also the thing that like really tries our relationships every single I, year. I, I think that whenever I, like when Peter said way earlier, where he's like, yeah, you know, when I explain this to people and they give me a weird look, somehow anchoring it in, well, I do it with other people helps. Or I'm like, oh no, it's like a, it's like it a does, social, yeah, it's, it's it's a social thing. It's, it's for a, a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is how I sold my wife on the um, Chris Timber thing that we did. I remember I was like, <laughs> look, you remember Bill, right? Um... <laughs> It's for the podcast, and that that bought me. I think a lot of uh, a lot of. Uh, are you fucking serious? <laughs> what are we watching? Um, how many yeah. how many white men have told their partner uh, it's for the podcast? Okay, we got to do it for Bill. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's why watching. Uh, what's that? Uh, fuck, what's that show? Uh, the the FX show that's amazing. Um, I don't know. FX has the movies, but I'm not sure about the no, shows. No, but sometimes they have the shows. They Peter, shows. you watched it. I need more details, otherwise I'm going to just it's start like the It's like the anti-romance show. <laughs> Cheaters? God damn it. You're the worst, or we're the worst. You're the worst, yeah. It's You're the Worst. Have you guys seen You're the Worst or no? I haven't. Oh, okay. Uh, the worst character on that show hosts the podcast. He's always talking about for the cast, <laughs> and his wife and his wife hates him. So, um, yeah, I, I, that all fits. Yeah, that's like in Big. That Little all Lies, resonated with you in Big Little Lies. That character that had that train set, and he was obsessed with the train set instead of being a father or like bringing in any income. I think it was Laura Dern's husband. Um, he could have just as easily had a podcast. Uh, but I think this episode is long enough for people just talking about movies that we are talking about seeing. So we'll let you go. We'll see you a couple times during Spooktober, actually recorded during Spooktober. Um, Definitely not September, like it is right now. Sorry, says, Sorry Bill, you gotta wait. Do I, though? I mean, you <laughs> can watch whatever you want. It just won't count for Spooktober. Yeah, unless and- I lie to you. <laughs> that would be what? funny for someone to pre-watch all their Spooktober movies, then slowly like, add them to Letterbox throughout the month. <laughs> I, I'm definitely hitting a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you call, if you if you like hit me up at like two a.m. one day, I'm like, oh, yeah, man, I, I just need my fix. I'll I'll hook you up. I'll get yeah. you another. I'll get you another twenty. Yeah. So as they say, we'll keep on spooking the free world.
so much for listening to we love to watch if you made it to the end hopefully you liked what you heard today and if you'd like to hear more please go to patreon.com slash we love to watch and if you can chip in a few bucks that would really help us keep the lights on and keep us moving forward uh it wasn't an implicit threat by peter he just didn't know how to say it but either way we'll continue to make more but it would be helpful uh, as we explain to our loved ones where all our money is going which is all on server space uh <laughs> if you can't <laughs> uh if you don't have a few bucks to chip in we totally understand and you want to support the show we truly absolutely would appreciate a uh, review on itunes i know every podcast says it and it's because it really does help and so every podcast wants that help so please go leave us a positive review so that when people find this show organically they hopefully want to tune in and listen and thanks again for all of your listenership and support and time throughout the years uh we really do appreciate you uh with kisses and smooches peter and aaron <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>